Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Tuesday, April 25th, 2023. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right, here we are. Big, big Tuesday night, Tuesday night show. Once again, want to thank Jackie Merlin of Mothers Against Drug Addiction and Deaths. And if you didn't catch it live, shame on you. No, well, you could also just go to the, uh, you know, the section on callin.com or the app where you can uh, listen to yesterday's show and listen to my extensive, nearly, well, about hour and a half long interview with Jackie Berlin. Um, and I was going to talk about, uh, I talked a little bit about the Tucker Carlson issue yesterday. And, uh, I will talk more about that tonight. In fact, I'll probably start talking about that right now. Uh, look, like I said, it's a, it's a tough business, as I said yesterday, and it reminded me of when I was working in radio and our top-rated show was the, the man who did the top-rated show on my radio station named Bob Grant was fired. And he was fired for reasons. You know, the management always has their reasons, and it often comes back to maybe – things that are said on the air, you know, where you might get pressure from outside influences, politicians, uh, activists, you know, your, your sponsors, the advertisers you have might complain. And when you have um, a boss who believes in free speech, like I did, uh, for, a, for a point, when I was working at WABC Radio, I had a boss named John Manelli who uh, would um, – protect the people on the station from complaints from the people now who we consider wokesters, Karens, you know, so on and so forth. And John would, would protect the, 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 uh, the, the broadcasters because he believed in free speech and it's what made a station great. Um, and then in 1995, I believe if I'm getting my chronology, it's a long time ago, but in 1995, uh, John left and a new program director took over the station. And this program director didn't have the same belief of protecting the, uh, the broadcasters, protecting the, uh, the hosts. And things went downhill. And in 1996, the man I worked with, Bob Grant, was fired. Top-rated show on the station. And from that point on, that radio station, WABC, which I left in late 96, never recovered. It never recovered. It hasn't recovered since. And I believe the same thing will happen with Fox. It won't necessarily happen overnight. And even with my radio station, it was a slow, gradual decline into the abyss. But um, by the way, the station's doing a little bit better now. It's coming back under a new owner. It's doing a little bit better, but still nowhere the way it was doing in the 90s when I was there. So I think the same will happen uh, with Bob, with uh, sorry, with the Fox News and Tucker Carlson, there will be a slow, steady decline. We already saw a, a, a big chunk of of the viewers going away. Okay, I believe Tucker was averaging about a half million, about a half million viewers less from Friday's show to Monday's show with, that Brian Kilmeade filled in for. So already a half million viewers lost. And I believe it'll be more than that because what happened, I think, is that a lot of people tuned in to the show yesterday just to see what Brian Kilmeade might say 
about the issue and would he address the issue at all, which he did in a very quick, like, 10-second statement. And then I believe a lot of people turned off, and I don't believe they turned it back on today. So I think those numbers will decline even more throughout the week. This is not the fault of Brian Kilmeade. It's a very tough gig. Remember, going back to my experience in radio, I remember when, I believe it was, if I remember right, that the day that Bob was fired, I believe Curtis Lewa did his show that day. Um, and Curtis Leo, by the way, is still on WABC radio all these years later. Um, and that's a tough gig. It's a tough gig because everyone hates you. They think like you're the, like you stabbed the person in the back, you know, and you have to fill in. You have to do this when everyone is upset that the host they expected to, to see or listen to is gone. So Kilmeade had a very tough gig. That was not an easy gig to have. Okay. And, of course, you're seeing all these extreme left-wing fake news outlets writing articles like, oh, Kilmeade's statement was very cold. He gave he gave Tucker the cold shoulder. Well, no, he didn't give Tucker the cold shoulder. First of all, he was told – he read off a teleprompter with the producers and the management wanted him to say, okay? He couldn't go off record. Even if he wanted to take Tucker's side, he's not going to do that. He's not going to go after the management. That's not his job. His job was simply to read this statement. And he also said a very personal note. He said, I've been friends with Tucker for a long time, and I'll continue to be friends with Tucker. That's not – how is that the cold shoulder? What's, it, what's he supposed to do? I mean, these left wing – of course, they're dancing on Tucker's grave. They're coming up with all these fantastical reasons why he was fired. And, of course, it's all projection. They're projecting the reasons – they wanted him to be fired as though Rupert Murdoch is doing the bidding of the extreme left. And it's ridiculous. So, of course, they're saying, oh, he was fired because of Dominion. Oh, he was fired because he said just horrible things. He was fired because of this. He was fired because of that. They're making up reasons they want him to be fired for. But that we know that's not the truth. None of that is the truth. None of us know the exact reasons. It could be a combination of reasons. It could be a lot of things. It could simply be that the network decided that they are spending too much money on him and they can make they can do better spending a little bit less money that they can pay someone else less and do just as well and get along and don't have to worry about paying this huge salary it could be anything okay it could be anything in the mind of the murdochs right and i don't believe for a second it's a dominion thing it doesn't make any sense because Sean Hannity was the face of that he was the one who was – he was the biggest uh, – uh, uh, I guess what you could say, if you don't believe in the Dominion stuff, if you believe it was actually defamation, um, which I don't think they necessarily prove, but let's say you believe it was, Sean Hannity was the face of that. He was Trump's friend. He was the one promoting the idea that the election wasn't fair more than anybody else, including Tucker, and he's the one who had to testify because of it, right? And isn't he also the one where in texts he was saying that I don't believe this stuff? So wouldn't Sean Hannity have been fired first? He's still there. So I don't think it had anything to do with with the Dominion. There could be other things. I don't know. And neither does anyone else, including these lunatics in the left-wing media who want him to have been fired so badly for the reasons they believe he should have been fired for over the last six years. But they're just making it up. They're pulling it out of their ass. And we'll talk about some other guy who pulls things out of his ass, Tony Fauci, in a little bit.
But that's what they're doing. They're pulling this stuff out of his ass. No one who doesn't work there, who doesn't have the – even the people who work there may not know the exact reason. Because I can tell you from personal experience that when I worked in radio and the guy I worked with, Bob Grant, was fired, I wasn't exactly sure why. And I worked with the guy day in, day out for five years, and I had no clue as to the reason why he was fired. I had to do digging, had to ask around. But I was an insider, and I didn't know the real reason. So people who work at Fox News like Hannity and Kilmeade and others, they may not even know the real reason. The only people who know the reason are the ones who fired him, the Murdochs, okay? They're the only ones who know what's in their head for doing such a thing. Now, let's talk about cutting off your nose to spite your face. This whole idea of saving money or let's say it was a contractual thing and they wanted to save money or it was something where it was lawsuits and they were losing money, who knows? The fact of the matter is they're going to lose They've already lost like billions of dollars. They're going to lose so much money and so many viewers for doing this. It's incredibly insane to fire the person who's getting the best ratings on your station. It's, 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 it's absolute insanity. It's, it's death. It's business death. And it's kind of arrogant to think, oh, well, we can get past this. There's only one guy. Because look at their response on social media and look at the response in the drop in viewers it's going to cost fox a lot and it could very well be i don't think it's crazy to say this could be the beginning of the end for fox news remember tucker was a guy that people liked for very specific reasons that he was not the establishment republican okay he was not an establishment guy he was very much against corporate america in fact there were fears at fox from what i understand that he might have gone after fox they were Afraid that he would even go after his own station. Who does? No one does that. No one goes after corporate media the way Tucker Carlson did. When you have a position like him, so high profile within the corporate media, he would go after corporate America all the time. He would go after big pharma. He would have on marginalized people that no other shows had on. Jackie Berlin, who I had on the show yesterday, he had her on twice. Okay. Tucker covered issues. He was anti the big war machine. He would uh, he would give B- Bernie Sanders an interview, even though Bernie wouldn't go on Fox. He'd give Bernie Sanders an interview before MSNBC would or CNN. There were things that he would do that other people in his position simply don't do. OK, have on Glenn Greenwald a lot. Right. Have on Jimmy Dore. Have on have on people that you won't see other hosts putting on. Because their message is very anti-establishment, anti-corporate America, anti-big pharma, anti-the big war machine, okay? And other people are afraid to touch that stuff. And Tucker wasn't. And he did it in a very brazen, in-your-face way that turned off a lot of these illiberals and neocons. And it may have turned off the people who were his bosses, And that could be a reason why they they got rid of him. Maybe they just simply want a more establishment, mainstream, milquetoast network. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe they simply just want to be the right-wing version of MSNBC, and that's it. That's it. And they don't want anything out of the box or avant-garde. They just don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with the problems that come along with that for corporate America. But what's hilarious and enraging Parts hilarious and parts enraging are how the left, 
who are supposed to be, they're supposed to be against corporate America. They're supposed to be against big pharma. They're supposed to be against the war machine, are dancing on the grave, okay? Who was against all those things? A man who was against all those things that the left, a right-wing guy who was against all the things that the left-wingers are supposed to be against, and yet they are dancing on his grave. Why? Because they're morons, because they're hypocrites, because most of them never watched one hour of his show for the last seven years. Guaranteed, 99.9% of the people who are dancing on Tucker Carlson's grave, people on the left, never watched one full show since 2016. Garen-fucking-teed. So they're ignorant slobs they're hypocrites they're morons this is what they are and they continue to prove it because when you watch a lot of his shows like i have especially since 2020 you realize that these people are total idiots that they don't the things they say about him don't make any sense from what you see when you watch him regularly so you're like well what i'm i'm like what tucker carlson are you talking about are you talking about some some other tucker carlson does he do some other show somewhere i don't know about uh, did he does he i don't know because the show i watch doesn't match what you're saying and i don't even agree with them 100 percent of the time politically but these people say things they pick the stuff out of their ass like he's a white supremacist what are you talking about what show has he ever done where you would think he's a white supremacist tell me the show show me the program he did which makes you believe he's a white supremacist where there is nothing there because they didn't watch because Rachel Maddow, Russia Maddow will take or, or, or nervous Chris Hayes will take a 15 second clip and show it an out of context 15. And if you're if you don't believe that that 15 second clips are out of context, then you're a total ignorant lemming idiot. OK, and that works for anybody who's doing stuff like that, just playing little clips and saying, oh, this is the measure of the person or what the person is saying. Of course, it's bullshit. Of course, it's edited. Of course, it's fake news. Of course, it's there just to push your narrative. And so they see these little clips. They go, oh, my God, that's terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, horrible. And they're just being played by the left wing media. They're just simply being played by the fake news media. Like the New York Times, all the news that's fake to print. All the news that's fake to print. We'll talk about a fake story in a minute that they published <coughs> today about Tony Fauci, a Fauci reclamation project story that uh, that the New York Times published. Um, but this is this is who the left believes. So they'll believe what the New York Times or Russia Maddow or nervous Chris Hayes or the actor Lawrence O'Donnell has to say about about Tucker Carlson, but they never actually watch it. Do they think they're going to melt by watching it? I've watched, hey, I've subjected myself to hours of Russia Maddow, a nervous Chris Hayes, and the actor Lawrence O'Donnell. But they couldn't watch one fucking 60-minute show with commercials that's 40 minutes of Tucker Carlson over the last seven years? Now, if you watch a show regularly... Then you can have more criticisms of it. That's why when I criticize MSNBC and CNN, I have every fucking right because I've watched years of their shows. Okay, I don't just criticize them based on what other people say or maybe short clips that I see on, let's say, Fox and Friends. No, I watched them. Okay, so I have every right to be critical of them 
People who did not watch Tucker Carlson have zero right to have any kind of criticism of his show. Zero. I don't want to hear it. It doesn't exist. What you're saying doesn't exist because it's all bullshit. It's all hearsay and it doesn't work in my court of law. So what does Fox News do from here? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> who who's going to do this primetime 8 p.m. Eastern slot? Who's going to do that? Who's going to do that time slot now? It's it's very sad because there's no one there now, no current person who can match Tucker Carlson, who can come even close to Tucker Carlson. They're all much more establishment Republicans. And Hannity's the worst of them, but they're just very much more sort of milquetoast establishment Republicans, right, who are going to be, whether it may be pro-Trump or pro-Ukraine war, uh, whatever it may be. They're not going to give Jimmy Dore 10 seconds on the air. They're not going to give Glenn Greenwald 10 seconds on the air. They're not going to talk about the horrors of big pharma. They're not going to go against the war machine. They're not going to go against corporate America or, God forbid, their own station. They're not going to do it. So who is going to do it? I don't know. I, I I don't see anybody there. You know who could do it? Tucker Carlson. <laughs> and he, you know, and that's Tucker Carlson is going to be great. I mean, Fox News needed him much more than he needs them. He now has a brand like Joe Rogan, so he can go do his own podcast like Joe Rogan, and probably make you know ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars a year doing a podcast. Or he could start his own network. I'm sure he's got enough money enough connections to start his own network if he wants to. There's a lot of stuff he can do. He can also take a lot of time off. Yeah. He can, like, take a lot of time. Well, then you say, what's it, Tulsi? Andrew is saying Tulsi. I don't know. I don't I, I don't think she comes close to him. I know he put her on a lot. I know that. But I don't know if she would be able to come close. I think she would be a lot softer than him. I don't know if that's what I what I want. You know, but it's 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 possible. You know, I don't know. It's just uh, if Fox fired Tucker Carlson because he's all the things I just told you, they're not going to hire anybody who's even close to that. Why would they do that? They they would have just kept Tucker Carlson. So it it shows it's a very disturbing trend, though, of these networks kowtowing to the wokeness. And this is Fox, the, the the network that should be the least woke or anti-woke, that's really kowtowing to the woke, whether it may be Karens who complain or sponsors who complain or corporate America that complains. I don't give a shit about Dominion. They're a corporation. Who cares about Dominion? First of all, it's a terrible name. It's a frightening name to have, Dominion. Dominion. It's like a horror movie. But it was, who cares about Dominion? So if you're kowtowing to these people if they're saying oh we don't like what this person's saying we don't like what that person's saying and you get rid of them for that then you're no good no one's going to watch your station anymore no one's going to watch that no one's going to watch like this pablum you know that this is fed to us this this corporate pro-corporate america bile that it's basically every show you watch is the same i mean there's an incredible sameness to every show look fox news has been very arrogant in general, okay, because they've always had great ratings. But the reason why they have great ratings is because there's no one else, there's no other major news network that does right-wing opinion. CNN, MSNBC are both left-wing, so they split each other, they split the market. Fox has cornered the market, so it's made them very arrogant, 
and complacent. And obviously, it's made the owners incredibly arrogant. They can do whatever they want and still get great ratings. But what they're going to find is eventually there will be another network, and it could be started by someone like Tucker Carlson, which shows them that they ain't all what they think they are. And so I've noticed this complacency with with Fox News, this incredible complacency lately. And at least Tucker Carlson was a diversion from that complacency. Now he's gone. So there's a, there's a complacency in the types of people they put on the air. And look, Dan Bongino. So they got rid of the only two people who really had a very different kind of show, right? Dan, I like, because he's like me. He's very New York, in your face. They don't have anything else like that. So they got rid of like these more outside the box shows and they're putting on this milk toast stuff they have a very milk toast format their format is incredibly tight it's incredibly like low attention span media you can't have interviews that are two and a half minutes long let's cover 35 stories in an hour and give everyone 35 seconds it's it's the the formatting is way too tight okay way too claustrophobic and is getting way too bland and they need to change that up but once again, when you are arrogant, because you go, oh, well, look, it works, right? They think it works because the ratings are high. But the only really reason why it works so well is no one else is doing it. So if you want to hear, if you want to see this right wing opinion as opposed to left wing opinion, you have to go to Fox News. There's nowhere else to go. You have to go to Fox News or you don't watch television. That's it. So, of course, they've got the market cornered. But I'm telling you right now, they're going to have a very rough time, a very rough time, especially after this election cycle of keeping viewers with this very rigid, strict, milquetoast format. And they have to mix it up. They have to mix it up. There's got to be like a fire lit under their asses or they're going to be in trouble. They're going to lose a lot of money and they're going to lose a lot of viewers because it's becoming it's coming just mundane, incredibly mundane. And now with Tucker Carlson gone, it's even more it's even more uh, uh, mundane, you know. So but what exactly happened? <laughs> it's your guess is as good as mine. Your guess is as good as mine. And no one everyone who says, oh, we know, I know Bill O'Reilly knows and, and you know, and. And Cernovich knows, and I know, we know what happened. No, you don't, especially if you didn't work there. You have no idea what happened. Okay, you can only you can only guess at what happened. That's it. And we can all play that game of guessing what happened. But all I know is what it's what it has created is an incredible void. You know, just an incredible void. Uh, many people and Fox doesn't understand this either. And how you don't understand this, I don't. I don't get it. But all, all of their shows basically profited from Tucker Carlson because Tucker brought people in, right? And then they'd watch other shows. They wouldn't just watch his show; they'd watch all the other shows. Now people are just not going to tune in at all because of what they did, because Tucker's not there anymore. So those people that were watching other shows because he was on the station and he brought them in, they're going to go away. And they're simply going to go away to radio or podcasts or social media or, you know, it could be anything, right? And this is going to happen. And you'll see this happen throughout the year. You're going to see it happen. So they made a huge mistake. 
it was a it was a big mistake. I'm not sure who is advising uh, old the old man or his son. If the old man is he, how old is he? He's got to be about a hundred, right? You know, Rupert. So I don't know if someone's advising him or his son, but whatever advice they get was bad advice. It was really bad advice. And don't believe this crap from like this moron Amy Grossberg. Okay. These people are idiots. First of all, all the people Tucker Carlson has worked with over the years, this is only her complaining. If he was so horrible to work with, okay, if he was such so abrasive and horrible to work with, it wouldn't just be one person over the course of the last seven years who comes forward and had a complaint. So she's full of shit. She's full of shit. And this whole idea that she's spewing as she goes on these networks talking about how, oh, uh, I didn't, I couldn't work there because they, Tucker and his producers were always talking about how they can influence everything and they can influence who wins the elections. And, you know, if you don't come on our show, well, you'll, you'll, you're, you know, you'll be your loser and we'll make sure we, we, we'll make sure people think you're a loser. All this nonsense is total bullshit. First of all, everyone I know who's dealt with Tucker has said he's a total gentleman. Okay, never bully, never any of that stuff that this Grossberg says he is. Also, on top of that, once again, who are these hypocritical leftists to talk about trying to <laughs> sway an election or trying to get one candidate elected over another? That's all the left wing media does is carry water for the DNC in their coverage. Russia, Russia, Russia for three years. The, 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 doss the, the dossier, all that crap. Right. Hiding the Hunter Biden story. We can go on and on and on. They're constantly doing everything they can do to steer voters one way, to steer the elections one way, to to totally omit stories if they think it's going to hurt the Democratic Party. So don't give me this bullshit that Tucker Carlson and his producers were arrogant and thought they could control the world. Please. There might have been one or two rogue producers who had a who are arrogant. That always happens. I work with people like that. It happens in the communications business. I think each show on Fox has several producers. So every once in a while, you might get one that's a little abrasive. So the fuck what? All right. I'm so tired of these people complaining, these snowflakes. Everything is an issue. Everything is abrasive. Everything is offensive to them. It's fucking tiring. It really is. It really is. So forget about Amy Grossberg. She's full of shit. And there's no, there's no credence to the idea that they would have dumped Tucker Carlson over the complaints of one fucking employee over the course of seven years. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh, but there was good news at the same time, almost simultaneously, oddly enough, Don Lamone was, was canned from CNN. Now, there isn't much comparison between Don Lemon's firing and Tucker Carlson's firing, but it's not it's not the, the reasons that you that the left is saying, OK, the left is saying, oh, no, no, Don Lemon wasn't fired because he was uh, abrasive to people or that he uh, tried to steer the election one way or the other, although he was arrogant or or he got. It, it, first of all, Don Lemon was fired because he sucked. OK, now Tucker Carlson wasn't fired because he sucked. He had the highest ratings on the station. Don Lemon's. He was fired from his show, his, sh his incredibly low rating show. OK, when he had his five day a week solo show like Don, Le like like Tucker Carlson did, his ratings were incredibly low in the dump. Sad, very sad. 
So you can't compare the two because Tucker Carlson had high ratings, did his job well, had high ratings. Don Lemon had low ratings because he didn't do his job well. So you, that's how you, that's how you can't compare the two. You also can't compare the two because Tucker Carlson has a bright future ahead. He'll have many offers and many options while Don Lemon will have basically none. All right. He can't go to MSNBC. I mean, MSNBC, God forbid, can't hire him, right? Because they are the most, by far, woke network. And from what we know, the reasons why Don Lemon was let go, aside from being a loser with low ratings, is that he was abrasive to the women. He was very tough to work with. He would yell at people. Remember on the air, he said that at 50 years old, Nikki Haley's women are past their prime. So there's no way ultra, 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 ultra woke MSNBC could scoop up Don Lemon. So where's Don Lemon going to go? What's he going to do? Huh? Run for mayor of Chicago? So basically, it really comes down to that Tucker Carlson has a future because he's good at what he does. And Don Lemon doesn't because he's not very good at what he does. That's the difference. That's not the difference the left would make you believe, right? The left would make you believe that Tucker Carlson is this evil being who was fired because he's so evil and racist. And Don Lemon was fired because he's a black gay man. Okay. That's what they'll have you believe. Of course, which of course is total, utter horseshit. Total, utter, complete nonsense. But you watch. Tucker Carlson will. Might not happen right away. Maybe he'll want to take some time off. I don't blame him. He's loaded. He doesn't have to work ever again if he doesn't want to. But he'll take some time and then he'll reemerge. And he's going to bring all those people from Fox News. They're going to stop watching Fox and they're going to start watching Tucker and maybe the network that he is on or starts himself. So, by the way, Tucker, I'm available, buddy. I'm available, buddy. Just to let you know, in case you didn't know. Quite obvious I am, but anyway. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, you'll see details coming out drip, drip, drip about what happened. A lot of it you have to watch because it won't be real. You know, it'll be fake news. And especially if it's written by a left-wing outlet, you know, they're basically just trying to push a certain narrative, right? I mean, you have these left-wing nut jobs saying, oh, this is Fox News uh, apologizing. Apologizing for what? What apology? What apology? That they said the 2020 election was fixed? Is that the apology? Why? Hannity's still there. He was the face of it. So what apology? They're not apologizing for anything. Once again, this is the left making up these reasons in their head. They, they're, they're, like, they're, like, they're giving themselves satisfaction when there's no satisfaction to be gotten basically, is what it comes down to. Fox News didn't apologize for anything. There was no apology. There was no apology. They're making this stuff up. They're just making it up because they want it to be. They want it to be a, a, a certain way, right? They want it to be a certain way. So, I don't know. Would you say Andrew, JFK Jr., what? JFK Jr. doing a show? Is that what you're thinking? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Fox is going to hire J. RFK. I'm sorry, RFK Jr. He's quite liberal. I don't think they're going to hire him. You, is that what you're talking about, Andrew? RFK doing a show? 
Oh, maybe he was, I was going to say with RFK with that voice, I don't think he'd be doing the show five days a week. Um, maybe he was fired over RFK Jr. interview? No, I don't think so. Why? Why would he be fired over the RFK Jr. interview? I don't think so. I mean, Tucker's gone after Big Farmer a lot. He really has. He really has, you know? So I don't think, you know, those interviews, when someone's interviewed, it's run by a lot of people. I mean, not every interview is going to be run by the top brass, but the producers, it goes through the producers. You know, it's not just, Tucker doesn't just say, okay, I'm going to have someone on tomorrow. The producers are the ones who usually set that stuff up. The producers are the ones who usually get the guests. The host doesn't do that stuff. A host might say from time to time, oh, I'd like to have this person on. But usually it's the producers who say, we're setting this up. This is who your guests are. So I don't, I don't think that would have anything to do with it. Yeah, we were all unsure exactly why. I've given you some reasons that I think it could have been. But um, no, the exact thing that was in the head of the Murdochs, no, we have no idea. And they'll probably never tell us. They'll probably... This is the thing about the management, too. If they if they believe they were totally in the right and they made the right decision, they would brag about it. They'd say, oh, we had to do it because of ABC. But when they don't tell you why they did it, it makes you believe that they don't really have any confidence that they made the right decision or that people are going to buy their reasoning. Right. I mean, seriously, seriously, if a guy, you know, was so bad, he did something so bad that was so obviously awful that you had to fire him, you would say this person did this. They haven't said a word. They're making people guess, which means they don't believe they have a very good reason that most people are going to buy for them having done this, them having done this. I mean, look at Don Lemon, right? Now, once again, Tucker took this like a man. He did not complain, did not put out any crazy tweets. Don Lemon right away put out this insane tweet about, oh, I never saw this coming. How could Don Lemon not see this coming? <laughs> he, just, he just got a demotion a few months ago. But anyway, he said, oh, it is it is one person who probably didn't see it coming. It was Tucker Carlson simply because he had the best ratings on television. OK, but so Don Lemon says, I didn't see this coming. And oh, it was this, that. And they didn't talk to me. They didn't they didn't fire me in person. And 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 CNN came out and said we offered him a chance to, to like talk to us, to come in to, to, to nothing. So Lemon lied, basically, as he usually does. He lied, but he complained like a little bitch. You know, Tucker Carlson didn't complain. And believe me, Tucker Carlson had a lot more to complain about than Don Lemon did. There's no doubt about it. You know, there's no doubt about it. <sighs> well, we'll talk more about that. I'm sure more will will come out about it. Oh, what I did do and what I recommend everyone does, and I don't usually believe in boycotts, and I don't think I'll stop watching Fox. I'll watch certain shows. I won't watch the 8 p.m. time slot. I won't do that. But I did cancel my Fox Nation uh, subscription. So that's what you can do, right? Because if you have cable, Fox comes along with it. It's free. But you can cancel your Fox Nation. And a lot of people have done that. That's a good form of protest, I think, just to cancel that Fox Nation subscription. And Fox makes a ton of money. They make millions of dollars off of that Fox Nation. And so if you cancel that subscription, I think you're sending a real message when they start to see how their subscription rate's going to go down. That's a very easy metric for them to see how people are pissed off about it. So I canceled it, and I, I think you should also, you know. Um, 
the next thing on top. We'll the Fauci. Fauci. Yeah, so let's talk about Fauci for a second. So the Times does a, a puff piece on they, they they see, they understand what's happening. Okay, the New York Times, even though they're left wing extremists, they're liars, all the news that's fake to print, all that stuff. They see what's happening. They see all the facts are coming out now. And us, quote unquote, crazy conspiracy theorists are being proven right, whether it's lockdowns, whether it's masking, whether it's forced vaccinations, the school closures, whatever it may be. They're seeing we're being proven right on every front. So and they also see what's happening is Fauci is being blamed, rightfully so. And so what they did is they said, you know, what we got to do. We got to write a, a puff piece that shows Dr. Fauci is a great guy. He's a great guy, a well-meaning man. Yeah, just made some mistakes. You know, it was a tough thing. It was a, it was a tough gig. COVID was a tough gig for Fauci. And, you know, he, he tried his best. He tried his best. Just didn't work out. What are you going to do? But boy, does he have a heart of gold. Was his heart and mind in the right place? Blah. All bullshit. Total fucking bullshit. But, of course, the Times has to write this reclamation piece just as we are being proven right over and over again about what a schmuck Fauci was now evil he was and so Fauci now has the balls to say things like well we now know that masks maybe eh, 10% efficacy maybe when he was saying 80% two years ago two and a half years ago the original line by the way in case you don't remember was 80% that, okay, 80% effective in cutting down on COVID cases. Now Fauci said, now that number we know, like all the numbers that came from Fauci and the CDC were all, all their, all their numbers, all of their mandates, all of their directives were simply pulled out of their assholes. They pulled it out of their ass. That's, that's where it came from. Their ass didn't come from Google, didn't come from Studies, it came from their assholes. Okay. So the original number they pulled out was 80%. Now Fauci says, well, you know, the data, the data, I want to, I want to punch him in his throat whenever he says the data says, the data says, the data says. Well, now he says the data says is about 10%. And of course the Times is saying, oh, well, you know, he tried his best. What are you going to do? What are you, the guy was only a fucking doctor in that, in that field for 40 fucking years, was only the head of, one of the top figures of the NIH for three decades. What did he know? I mean, he could only try his best. Do we say that when like a heart surgeon makes a huge mistake or a brain surgeon makes a huge mistake or oncologist makes a huge mistake and causes lives? Do we say, oh, well, eh, they tried their best. What are you going to do? No, no. We usually sue their fucking asses. Okay. So Fauci, it doesn't, this is what <laughs> makes me laugh about the left and, and outlets like the New York Times. He was wrong, not just during COVID, but during AIDS. They seem to have totally whitewashed the entire AIDS era of the 80s and 90s, okay? Was he just trying his best when he pushed AZT, when he pushed that horrible, diseasey poison AZT, which killed thousands of gay men? Was he just trying his best when he was making money for Big Pharma, pushing that poison AZT? Was he just trying his best, or was he actually killing people to make some money and for his friends to make some money? That's what he was doing. So this doesn't just go back to 2020. This goes back to 1982, 1981, 
Okay, this goes back over four decades of this evil son of a bitch pushing poison in order for big farmer to make money, simply being a political whore to work his way up the political ladder as much as he could for himself and to make as much money as he could. That's what Dr. Fauci is. No matter what fucking hagiography the fake news, New York Times, all the news that's fake to print comes up with. Okay. It's it's total hagiography. The guy is an evil bastard and he belongs in jail. As Elon Musk has said, as Ron DeSantis has said, Ron DeSantis had an even better idea to chuck him across the Potomac. I agree. I'm tired of this nonsense from the left-wing media. They're fake news bullshit. Trying to be a reclamation project for this 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 old fool. Is that the time? Is that the job of the New York Times now to be reclamation projects for old demented fools like 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 Tony Fauci and Joe Biden? Is that is that their job now? Oh, Joe Biden! How could I forget? Look at this. Look at he's such a he's such a nothing to me, Joe Biden. He's such a puppet that I'm 40 minutes into this show and I forgot to mention that he uh, he's running for. Hey, have you heard he's running for reelection? So he he puts out this three minute long uh, campaign ad where I think he how many times does anyone counted how many times Joe Biden said MAGA in that campaign ad? How many times he said mega maga maga king king kang mega 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 maga? How many times he said that in that campaign? Ed? And then he says things like, "This is about freedom, freedom, Jack, freedom, Jack, freedom." The guy who was forcing needles into people's arms to keep their jobs. The guy who was forcing children to wear masks, toddlers. The guy who was forcing kids out of school where they with their back two years in their learning. The guy who was all for closing businesses, small businesses, the destruction of small businesses, the destruction of of the, of the economy. This guy has the nerves to use the word fucking freedom, to use the word freedom in that ad, that the, the Democrats are about freedom, our democracy is at stake, and the Democrats, the pro-lockdown, pro-mask, pro-force vaccinations, pro-closing schools, pro-closing businesses, forcing businesses to close, those people, those are the freedom people. He's the freedom president. <laughs> well, you have to be a total fool to take any of that seriously. But he's talking to a, a whole lot of fools, millions upon millions of fools who buy his crap, who buy his malarkey, Jack. Yeah, he's the president of freedom. And then what's his what's this ridiculous slogan so the, how how many millions did they pay these PR people to come up with the slogan, finish the job? What job? The snow job? The snow job on America? Is that the job they want to finish? Finish the snow job? That's what Republicans should do. They put their own slogan. It's Joe Biden, finish the snow job. That's the snow job. That's the job. That's the job. Finish the job. First of all, it's a terrible slogan. What job? What have you done? The economy's in the toilet. Finish what? Finish off America totally? What? Finish doing the bidding for the communist, Chinese Communist Party? What? What job? What job? Getting gas prices up even higher? Is that what he means in finish the job? 
getting gas prices up even higher than they are and making them stay there forever. Inflation, continue to have inflation rise, jobs go away, businesses crumble. Is that the job he wants to finish? No, it is totally, it's totally a snow job. Finish the job. Finish the job of destroying our lives. Destroying our livelihoods, taking away our freedoms, making us an authoritarian, dictatorial state run by the communist Chinese Communist Party, making China stronger, making America weaker. That job is the job he wants to finish. And of course, this is on the heels of a poll that comes out and says, well, 70% of people do not want Joe Biden to run for 70%. Don't want Joe Biden to run. And on the other side, 60% don't want Trump to run. So between 60 and 70% of, of the country does not want a rematch of Biden and Trump. Does not want what I guess I could say is the most likely outcome, right? A Biden versus Trump rematch. The overwhelming majority of Americans don't want that. But that's what's favored to happen which shows how much control we have. If 60 to 70% of the people don't want a Biden-Trump rematch, and that's most likely exact, exactly what we're going to get, that's proof when people say, and people often come on this show and say, we have no control. Our vote, our voice actually means nothing. Because if 60 to 70% of people don't want Trump or Biden, there should be no Trump or Biden, right? It should be two new candidates. It should be two new candidates. So people will say, okay, Mike, well, then people have to vote that way, right? They have to keep that train of thought that they don't want Biden. So Democrats need to not vote for Biden and Republicans need to not vote for Trump in the primaries. But those people will probably end up winning, right? Now, I'll, I have, you know... I don't believe that. In fact, Tammy Lauren came on the air the other day and said, I don't care if Biden is going to uh, announce his reelection. It's going to be Gavin Newsom. So she agrees with me. What I've been saying for the last year, that it's going to be Newsom versus DeSantis. You know what? She has the courage to keep that even after Biden announces this. I'm going to have the courage to keep my original prediction that it's going to be Newsom versus DeSantis, which, by the way, would be in line with what the country is telling pollsters that they don't want Biden and Trump. They want new people. So is it that crazy to think it could be that or it could be DeSantis RFK Jr.? Why is it crazy when the overwhelming majority of people say they prefer that? But this is the thing. This is why on the Republican side, I think it'll be a fair fight and I think DeSantis will win. But as we've talked about on this show many times, on the Democratic side, it's not going to be a fair fight because they fix primaries even when the seat is open. Forget about when there's an incumbent. They've already said they're not going to hold debates. They're not going to hold debates. They've already said we're going to fix it so Joe Biden doesn't have to debate anybody. Because why? They know Joe Biden can't debate. They learn from 2020, you put the guy in the basement and he has a better chance of winning than if you take him out of the basement and make him talk. So they're not going to hold any primaries. So right off the bat, you're talking about a party that is a totally fascist, authoritarian party. They keep on 
proving that over and over again, whether it's with policy, COVID mandates, the way they run primaries. And the, the Republican primaries say, we're going to have a dozen, a dozen debates, right? The Democratic Party said in court that they can fix the primary any way they want. Don't need Dominion machines, right? They can fix the primary any way they want. And they're doing it again. So I guess we shouldn't be shocked, right? That they said simply, we're not going to hold any debates. So don't bother running against Joe Biden because you're not going to get a chance to debate him. People aren't going to get a chance to see you and what you believe. We're going to put the old demented old uh, Alzheimer's patient, nursing home patient in the basement. And he's going to win the primary that way. And then we're going to run the general election the same way. We're going to put him in the basement. And for the three debates you have to do every year, for president will give him his injections and his pills and he'll be fine for 90 minutes three times and everything will go fine that's what they're gonna do it's the same fucking playbook they saw that it worked the american public made sure it worked you see so it's the american public's fault for making sure it worked because now that's the blueprint they're gonna have for this election and future elections when they have brain adult candidates like joe biden but once again they prove it so don't believe their bullshit. Don't believe Biden's three-minute PR push bullshit of how they are the party of freedom. They're the party of freedom. And they, they continue the same bullshit, old bullshit talking points of Republicans are burning books and they want to get rid of Social Security. The same crap we hear over and over again from the Republicans, right? Democrats, sorry. The Republicans want to get rid of Social Security and this, that, and the other thing. And now a schmuck faced like Donald Trump is carrying that water. Okay, carrying the Democratic Party's talking points, talking about Ron DeSantis. If you've seen the commercials where they're going after Ron DeSantis for trying to cut Social Security, supposedly when he was in Congress. Yeah. Ron DeSantis won Florida, the oldest state in the country, by a million and a half votes and 20 points because old people hate him because he wants to take away their Social Security. It's such bullshit. Yet here you have Donald Trump carrying the water of the Democrats. He basically should be a Democrat. He's running like a liberal Democrat. He's running like a liberal Democrat. In fact, I'm going to pull up. This is what I wanted to read. Fauci. I'm, I'm done with him. I'm done, done with Fauci. Um, Markowitz. Carol Markowitz, who's a great New York Post writer. Um, and uh, she wrote a story, if I can pull it up, if I can find it, about the um, campaign that Donald Trump is running. And basically, he's running a campaign as like a liberal Democrat using their talking points <clears throat> going after against uh, going after Donald Trump. By the way, Carol Markowitz uh, used to live in New York because she's a New York Post writer. You see her on Fox from time to time. But she also uh, moved to Florida. So she loves Ron DeSantis. She was one of the New Yorkers who left the Post said, yes, you can write from Florida. Go ahead. And so she moved her and her family to, to Florida. Um, so if I can, let me see if I can pull, pull this up. I'm trying to pull this up for you. I had it here and I kind of lost it, but, um, I'll read the, I'll read the story for you. But yeah, she's been all over talking about this. And I've talked about this the way I don't understand. And this goes back to Fox News people and, and like Brian Kilmeade. And I'm hearing them talk about how. Trump's campaign this year so far is so incredibly strong, right? And he's, you know, he's, um, 
He's running a, a, a very good campaign and the people he has running the campaign for him are great people and they're, and they're being, it's the best campaign he's ever had. I don't know what campaign he's looking at when he says that. Okay. Because I think Trump's campaign has been awful. It's been more childish than ever. And when you go after Donald Trump, someone who's loved within the Republican party and loved in Florida and you move to Florida, when Ron DeSantis was friggin' governor because you love Florida so much and then you attack him, it just makes you look like an idiot. And as I've said on this show, and if I can pull up this damn Carol Markowitz story, <laughs> um, she echoes what I said, that Trump, if he was running a good campaign, if he had good people advising him, he would simply say, look at how much better things were when I was president than now. OK, look at my policies when I was president. Don't you want that again? There's no reason for me to even talk about Ron DeSantis. There's no reason. All he needs to say is, yeah, Ron's great, but he's just a governor of Florida. I was president of the United States. Ron is the governor of 21 million. I was the president of 330 million. That's the job we're running for, not governor of Florida. Here's what I did that was so great and I want to do again. But once again, millions of people are being paid to run a campaign. They know what I know. Believe me, they know what I know. They know what Carol Markowitz knows. So either for some reason they're giving him bad advice or, and this could be more possible, Donald Trump is just doing as usual what he wants and not listening to the experts and just doing what he wants and saying, and it's his natural inclination to be a bully and to go after people. It's his natural inclination to be a spiteful bitch and just to go after people. So he's like, okay, this guy is in my way. He's going to be my opponent. I have to run over him. And so this is his way of doing it. But it comes across to most people, unless you have incredibly insane Trump derangement syndrome of the right wing kind, and he's a god to you, it comes across to most other normal thinking people, both Republicans and independents, as being silly, as being childish, as being pointless. And he doesn't care because this is just the way Donald Trump is. It's just the way he is. He simply has to be this way. He has to be abrasive. He has to attack. And I guess he thinks that's going to work. I don't believe it will. I don't believe it will at all. And is he going to continue doing this? Is he once again, maybe he's being arrogant and emboldened by the fact that meaningless, meaningless polls a year and a half out uh, without DeSantis even being a, a, a candidate yet show him way ahead. So maybe he thinks it's working. That could be. But he'd be mistaken to believe that. He'd be mistaken to believe that. Because DeSantis isn't a candidate yet, and the, and the election hasn't even started yet, right? It hasn't even started yet, the election. So my guess is, once again, that Trump is just doing his own thing. Here, here it is. Here it is. So Trump's insane lies on DeSantis trash successful conservative policies. So presidential primaries get very dirty, and that's to be expected. But here in April of 2023, the GOP one has already descended 
into a disgusting spiral of lies and insanity because of the increasingly disordered and amateurish Donald Trump campaign. Trump has a clear lane in the primary. He has a record of accomplishment as president. He led the country to prosperity that has since sharply declined. He exposes the politicization and corruption of our government agencies when he's personally targeted by leftist activist district attorneys like Al Bragg, and when he's the subject of baseless searches for documents at his home. He remains absolutely beloved by a segment of the Republican base. And domestic, I see you there. As soon as I finish this, it's not very long. I will get to you and any other calls that you may, we may have here. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Yet he and the not very smart people around him have decided for him, in order for him to win the primary, he needs to not only destroy Florida's extremely popular Ron DeSantis, who has not even announced a presidential run yet, but also to demolish all of DeSantis's conservative policies and practices that have been so wildly successful in Florida. On Friday, the Trump campaign released a bizarre statement trashing Florida, the state that Trump and nearly everyone in his immediate family, including three of his grown children and their own families, have made their home during the DeSantis administration. The real DeSantis record is one of misery and despair, said Trump spokesman Stephen Chung. Here's the guy. So this is not Trump. This is Stephen Chung. This is some idiot who uh, is supposedly a, a, a campaign manager. Uh, so let me get, I'm sorry, me, my, my computer just went out for a second. Maybe we'll go to domestic while my computer is getting back. My computer has been, I need to get my computer fixed. I think I'll go to the same, I think I'll go to John Paul. No, maybe not. Maybe I don't want to go to John Paul McIsaac. <laughs> I had some stuff on here. That he might, I might not want John Paul McIsaac to see. It's all right. Hold on. Uh, let me go to Carol. Mark Woods here. Maybe I can find it on my phone and read the rest of it. You know what? Let's go to domestic and I'll pull up the article on my phone instead. Hey, domestic, how's it going? How are you, Mike? Oh, I'm doing okay. Trying to hang in there. I want my Tucker back. Well, you know, I, I don't want to exaggerate, but I think the world is not the same. It's less interesting without Tucker, and hopefully he will come back. Hopefully he feels that the world is not as interesting without him either. So hopefully he will come back. But for now, you can take his uh, spot. I have a great idea. How about about Tucker Kachapoli? (laughs) Yeah, how about Tucker? How about Tucker? Wait a minute. We could do a morning show. You have to have some kind of a catchy, cute name. Tucker and Mike. Tucker and Mike in the morning. There's about- never been a better time to invite him on your show. This is the time to do it. <laughs> He's got time now, right? He's got time yes. Time. That's it. Exactly. Yes. Um, exactly. No, it's, it's, just a, it's just a shame, isn't it, though? I mean, there's really very little reason to watch Fox anymore. And it's so irritating that all these morons have been celebrating today and, you know, The View and uh, everybody was celebrating. But... I wanted to address what you said about Trump. Just two quick observations. Go ahead. Um, first, Trump reminds us that most of our problems are self-inflicted in life. You know, you're obese. It's probably your fault. Um, you know, you lose a job. Most of the time, it's it's your fault. Not always. Um, you have a horrible conflict. 
half of the time it's probably your fault. So like you said, he's his own worst enemy and many people say, well, you know, it's just Trump. That's how he is. But how long can you use that argument? And then uh, I think DeSantis teaches us that to maintain your dignity, to to maintain your high class and value. Yeah be defending yourself against low-level attacks. The best way to defend yourself is to ignore them, and I'm so glad that he's doing it. I kind of predicted, based on what we know about him, that that would be his response, but that's how we should be. Let the dog bark, right? Right. That's it. Well, well the problem, the problem is, though, is, though, is that he's kind of helping the Democrats, as Carol Markowitz says, by trashing these wildly successful conservative um, ideas in in Florida, right? So he's basically running a campaign a Democrat would run in a general election against Ron DeSantis, which would make more sense if you're a liberal Democrat, but not if you're supposed like Donald Trump running in a Republican primary. So that's the problem is that He's kind of carrying the Democrats' water. Democrats can actually point to Trump and saying, aha, yeah, there, there's the problem with DeSantis. Even Trump knows, right? So, yeah. But Trump doesn't care because he doesn't care if he destroys the Republican Party. He just wants to help himself. It's all about himself, not, a, not about his party, not about what's best for his party, let's say, come the general election, Right. Because they'll say that if DeSantis wins the primary, they'll say, look, even Donald Trump said DeSantis sucks. Even Donald yeah. Trump said this is so he, he doesn't he doesn't care about the party, but he never really has. He's really only cared about himself. We know that because he actually used to be a Democrat. So, well, every speech is me, 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 me. I did this and I did that and I did this. Right. So maybe it is really all uh, about themselves. Sometimes it aligns with what is good for everyone else. And often it is just, you know, this is what I did and this is what I achieved. And I'm the best thing that this universe has ever had. <laughs> that's Donald Trump right there. That could be, you could write his speech for him because that's basically what it is. But it's so, it's so stupid because all he needs to do, as Carol said, and I've said on this show many times, is point to his record as president, Right. Yeah. If he's so confident about his record and that he was a better president than Joe Biden, just point to your record. And if someone brings up DeSantis, you simply said, yes, he's been a great cup. You know what you could say? You know what he could say? This is perfect. They should be paying me millions. Although I don't want to run this campaign. Yeah. They could say, yes, DeSantis has been a great governor of Florida following the policies I instituted as president of the United States. Simple. Oh, how about this? How about this? Uh, DeSantis has been a great governor, and I learned quite a few good things from him. Well, he will never say that. What he'll say is DeSantis learned from me, and he can say that. There's no problem yeah. with that. But yeah. saying DeSantis is a shitty governor who's hated is stupid. It's just not reality. And everyone knows it's not reality. Even Democrats know that's not reality. So what are you doing, man? It doesn't make any sense at all. It's maybe, just Donald Trump being Donald Trump, right? Maybe Democrats are correct that he's just very egomaniacal and uh, narcissistic, and that stands in his way. Even if he does a lot of good, even if he is able to do a lot of good things while being narcissistic. Exactly, exactly. They are right. I've always, 
that's <laughs> always been my problem with Donald Trump is that for every good policy thing he's done or everything he says that makes sense, there's something on the other other hand he says, which is totally like prick. It's a prick. He's a prick, you know? Yeah. And yeah. there's no reason to have to do that. There's no reason to have to do that. He'd be just as successful if he just talked about his accomplishments, even more successful if he just talked about his accomplishments. Because independents would like him more. Independents don't like him. There are polls. I'll read them. He's being killed with independence. He's way underwater. They all, independents hate him. He can't win a general election. They're, they've already showed all these polls that show DeSantis beating Biden by four or five points with Trump is in the flip side losing because he doesn't have independence because they don't like that about him. They don't like his abrasiveness. They don't fact that he has to go through every opponent instead of around them. You know, they don't like that. He doesn't get it. But he'll do his thing. If he wins the primary, he'll lose the general election. He'll be a millionaire. He'll never go to jail. He'll live out his life fine. But the rest of us will be fucked with four more years of, well, Joe Biden and then Kamala Harris. You know, the danger, uh, the real danger is um, the escalation of all the international conflicts with Biden. Our only hope to put a stop to it is to have Trump or someone like Trump or anyone but Biden, uh, even like RFK, somebody who has on the agenda to stop this and not to say we're going to go as long as it takes. That's not a that's not a recipe for a good future for us to go as long as it takes. So that's. No, it's a, not a recipe at all to go as long as it takes, you know, but forget about, look, I am all for RFK Jr. I'm not going to, you know, be that pessimistic about him because it's early in the process. But when you have a party that says it's not going to debate. And by the way, I should give some Democrats credit. There are Democrats like uh, Nina Turner, who was saying that's total bullshit. They, they should absolutely have debates and it's anti-democratic to not have debates. So even Democrats are pissed off at the fact that, not the yeah. establishment, the establishment Democrats, like that moron Krappenstein, Krassenstein on, uh, on Twitter and, and other establishment, they're happy, they love it. But a lot of Democrats are pissed off that they're not even going to allow debates. So. Yeah, not all Democrats are completely crazy, by the way. I would actually like to believe that the majority are rational. You may disagree with them, but they're able to talk. And they, when it comes to very fundamental questions, you know, we're on the same page. Yes, every candidate should be given a fair choice. And maybe Biden is by far not an ideal candidate. I think most Democrats understand it. Well, 70% don't want him to run again. Didn't want him to run again. So. I, I think 70% did not completely lose their mind. That's not such bad news. The only, well, well, yes, the only bad news is that they'll vote for him again in the primary anyway. They'll do that. They'll, they'll do it because they have no real backbone. I mean, they don't have the backbone. They say we don't want him to run, but now that he's running, we'll back him. That's what they're going to say. Fake, <laughs> fake, phony frauds like Bernie Sanders have already said that. Right. They will do whatever MSNBC tells them to do. No and more, CNN. no less. Right. And, yeah. and CNN. Yep. And, and CNN. You That's know, it. even though even though Don Lamone is gone now, with pro, right. you know, we can do it. We can do without Don Lamone on New Year's Eve. What are we gonna do without him? What are we gonna do without Don Lamone being drunk, sloppy drunk in New Orleans <laughs> on New Year's Eve? I don't know how how we're gonna how we're gonna live with how we're gonna live without that.
That's going to be a tough here. one. Mike, I'm going to let Brady speak. He's been go waiting ahead. for a while. You go. Brady's been waiting okay. for a while. We have to let yeah. Brady speak. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I appreciate it. All right. Let's go to Brady. Hey, Brady. How are you? Hey, Brady. How's it going? Long time no speak. Brady, you there? Brady, I see you. Maybe you fell asleep while I was talking to Domestic. But I'll leave you there. If you want to come in, interrupt me whenever you want. But let's see. Hold on a second. Make sure I got this right. Yeah. Well, you're there, Brady. So you're in the queue. So if you want to talk, you can. Um, I want to get back to the Carol Markowitz story. So where I I left off is the comment from Trump's spokesman, Stephen Chung, where he said the real DeSantis record is one of misery and despair. DeSantis has left a wake of destruction all across Florida, and people are hurting because he has spent more time playing public relations games instead of actually doing the hard work needed to improve the lives of the people he represents. Floridians seem to disagree with this statement, having just handed our governor a nearly 20-point win in November. To prove his wake of destruction, the campaign plucked random factoids, many of them from far-left sources. A leftist think tank called Florida, one of the most expensive states to live in, a leftist organization noted Florida as one of the worst places to work. Yet over 700,000 people have moved to Florida in the last few years, and they keep on coming. Someone let them know leftists and Donald Trump think Florida is super bad. On Thursday, a number of Florida, Florida members of Congress who had endorsed the president's re-election campaign, even after he recently said that Democrats like Charlie Crist also did a good job in the state, stood grinning for a picture at Mar-a-Lago. The very next day, they were forced to answer whether they too believe Florida was continues to tumble into complete and total delinquency and destruction. All of this is a lie, and Trump knows it's a lie. By Friday night, Florida was no longer an apocalyptic hellscape, and those sycophants who had spent the day agreeing with Trump that Florida simply the worst were cut off at the legs. I'm thrilled to be here with the proud, hardworking patriots of the great state of Florida. It's a great, great place, Trump said at the Republican Party of Lee County Lincoln Reagan dinner in Fort Myers. Didn't sound so great this morning, sir. If it doesn't make sense, welcome to the Trump campaign. For months, His campaign has attacked DeSantis as some globalist shill supported by Paul Ryan, notwithstanding the total lack of evidence for any of that. If you don't remember who Paul Ryan is, that's okay. Just know he's someone that Donald Trump raved about a number of times, but now is Trump-speak shorthand for everything wrong with the Republican Party. Despite DeSantis being just a terrible governor, Trump demands full credit for him being elected. Trump loves to talk about how DeSantis had no shot until Trump endorsed him. He's the worst, and I put him in office. (laughs) And then there are attacks on DeSantis' stellar handling of the pandemic. My own family made the move to Florida in large part because of the sane and steady leadership during that time. But to hear Trump tell it, DeSantis did a terrible job during COVID. Florida was closed for a long period of time, Trump has told his audience, the media, in January. But then a few days ago, he said he didn't do well on COVID. He had more deaths than almost every country. In Florida, the thing he did well was on public relations because the numbers weren't what they pretended to be. Somehow, Florida both locked down too hard, but also opened too soon and killed a lot of people. 
And in case you hadn't heard the leftist conspiracy theory that DeSantis had faked Florida's very average COVID death rate and stashed the body somewhere, Donald Trump is here to tell you all about it. It's understandable that Trump is threatened by DeSantis. Should the governor enter the race, he'd be a very formidable candidate. But Trump is not just slamming an exceptional Republican governor with his dumb attacks. He's attacking the very best Republican policies and the model Republican state. DeSantis's wins in Florida are celebrated because he has taken smart, conservative policies and implemented them well to wild acclaim in what used to be a purple state, but is under his leadership now reliably red. It's what winning looks like. Donald Trump supporters need to ask themselves, how much of that are they willing to sacrifice to defend their guy and why? So that's a great article by Carol Markowitz. So I think puts it perfectly, perfectly. These attacks are inane, idiotic, dumb, counterproductive, and won't work. And I can't wait until Ron DeSantis gets in this. By the way, you're already seeing these ads by the Never Back Down campaign. That's like a super PAC, I guess, that's backing Trump the way the, the MAGA PAC is uh, backing um, Trump uh, and running ads. So the Never Back Down campaign is uh, backing DeSantis, and they're starting to put ads up. Now, they're not going to spend all this money on ads if Ron DeSantis isn't going to run. So he's going to run. But they put up a great ad showing Ron DeSantis' leadership abilities during COVID and, and before and since. And uh, I love one segment says he stood up to Dr. Fauci while others stood next to him. And they show a shot of Trump in the uh, White House press room standing next to Fauci. So he's really going to hit Trump hard on the COVID stuff and the lockdowns and the putting Fauci front and center and all the destruction that's happened because of that. So, Brady, are you there? All right, I think Brady just went away. So we'll take him out of the queue. And Brady, if you want to come back in, if you have something you want to say, you are welcome. But yeah, this is all silliness from Donald Trump. This is all childish nonsense. And, you know, he... It's his way. It's his way. But I don't think it's going to work anymore. I've discussed this before. When he did this in 2016, it was all very new. It was a new it was new shtick. People hadn't seen it before and they weren't expecting it. And the Republicans who are running for president were not expecting it. Right. Because usually you don't find someone like Donald Trump involved in these things. So they were back on their heels, put back on their heels by his attacks. I don't think it's going to happen anymore. I think that he will. uh, The act is old. It's gotten very old and it's not going to have the effect it used to have. And people are getting tired of this of this act now, this tough guy act. So I don't think you're going to see that whole shtick working where he's going to be on stage with all these people and he's going to be calling this guy small and this guy dumb and this guy fat and this guy. That's not going to work this time around. And if he does it, it's just going to backfire on him because there'll be more articles like the one that Carol Markowitz just wrote, a conservative columnist in a very conservative paper, the New York Post. So that is going to be a problem for Donald Trump. But can he change? That's the question. Can he change? I say he can't. It's just the way he is, and he's probably never going to change. So... Speaking of things that are never going to change, 
you know, <laughs> here in San Francisco, you know, I've talked about how hard it is to live here, how this is like urban dystopia and that things are going to hell in a handbasket pretty, uh, pretty quickly. Well, I've talked about also the liberal DA and our extreme liberal mayor and the fact how, how, how weak they are on crime and how it's made it very tough for people to live here, for small businesses to, to survive here. Well, I, just before going on tonight, I was just kind of preparing for the show. And I come upon an article written in the New York Post, another, another article, and also picked up by the Marina Times, an area of San Francisco. And I know everyone knows about the, the, uh, the, the Bob Lee uh, situation where he was killed allegedly by someone he knew, right? Well, there was another attack that happened about the same time. And this was a transient, a homeless person who attacked a guy on the street who happened to be, I believe, a former fire commissioner. Yes, ex-fire commissioner. So what happened was, and you see it in the video, it's uh, the guy is hitting the fire commissioner, the ex-fire commissioner with a crowbar in the head. In fact, he cracked the guy's skull. So the guy had to end up going to the hospital and getting surgery for a broken skull. And you see in the video, the homeless person uh, bashing him in the head with a pipe and then the commissioner running away and the homeless person running after him and continuing to bash him in the head with the pipe. Horrible, horrible, heinous, violent crime. Well, hold your breath here. You're not going to believe this one. So this is just basically breaking news earlier today that San Francisco prosecutors have decided not to charge the transient accused of repeatedly bashing the city's former fire commissioner in the skull with a crowbar, even after obtaining video of the man taking, listen to this. There's also a video of the man taking practice swings moments before the attack. So he was getting ready. He was taking, it's like someone, it's like, do you remember the scene in, um, uh, what was the one with, uh, the untouchables with, with Robert De Niro, where he plays Al Capone. And remember there's a, there's the tables, they're all sitting at the round table and he has the bat in his hand because one of them made a mistake, made a bad mistake, costing him a lot of money. And he's, he's, he has the bat in his hand. He's got it ready. And he goes and he bashes the guy in the head. Now, this is the same thing. This guy is actually taking, oh, I can't even watch this video. It's horrible. Taking practice swings. And you see the fire commissioner. He's got his hands up trying to protect himself, walking away from the guy. He's running away from the guy. And the guy continues to follow him, bashing him in the head. And so they've decided, the district attorney's office, right? Remember, we got rid of Chesa Budin for this new one who's worse than he is, Brooke Jenkins. The, the, the DA's office has decided, listen to this now, get your digitalis, Maud, your heart medication, that this was self-defense. It was self-defense because supposedly the fire, ex-fire commissioner had sprayed the guy with pepper spray. Now, I carry pepper spray around for self-defense so but even if he did watch the video the guy is taking practice swings before hitting them in the head and then the commissioner's like no 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 stop putting his hands up trying to protect himself and he runs away 
He's running away from the guy he supposedly maced. By the way, this guy's maced so bad, he could see clearly enough to know exactly where the fire commissioner's head was as he was bashing it. And the fire commissioner runs away, and the guy runs after him and continues to crack him in the skull. And according to the DA's office, this is self-defense. This is the sick, twisted city that I live in. Let me tell you what all of this is going to lead to. All of this is going to lead to people taking the law into their own hands, okay? We're going to have, like, remember the movie Death Wish with Charles Bronson? That's what we're going to have here. Believe me when I tell you this. I'm not, this is not hyperbolic, okay? This, by protecting the criminals, by inflicting pain on, on the victims, okay? Evan, did you want to talk? I'll get to you in a second if you want to say something. You were in the caller queue. But by doing this constant protection of the criminal and prosecution of the victims, what you're going to get here in San Francisco and other cities where this happens is you're going to get people taking the law into their own. You're going to get vigilante justice. And when this starts to happen, okay, when the vigilante justice begins, when the blood begins to flow, it will be on the hands of D.A. Brooke Jenkins, Mayor London Breed, the, the weak prosecution office here, the district attorney office here, the, the board of supervisors, it'll be on the hands of the politicians, the people who run this country. It'll be on their hands. The blood will be on their hands. And believe me, this will all lead to vigilante justice. There's no doubt about it. If you go, to the, well, you can probably Google it, right? Crowbar attack on ex-fire commissioner or simply go to the New York Post, okay? of April 25th, written by Catherine Dunleavy, and look at the video, and you tell me, please, you tell me how that is self-defense. How is that self-defense? Once someone runs away and you follow them and continue with them, where is that self-defense? These liberal prosecutors are absolutely insane. Insane. And we're seeing this now in Chicago also, right? You saw the video, that horrible video of those teenagers crashing the car into the other car with the child and the six-month-old was killed. So these teenagers stole a car, got in the car, crashed it into another car where a six-year-old was killed, and they're being charged with misdemeanor, misdemeanor trespassing. Misdemeanor trespassing of what? Trespassing of what? They got into a car, they stole a car, they crashed it into another car, and they killed a six-year-old. How is that misdemeanor trespassing? What fucking world are we living in? I'm telling you, this is all going to lead to vigilante justice. And I'm going to get my popcorn when it happens. I'm going to get my buttered popcorn. I'm going to sit in front of the TV and watch it happen. And the blood that will flow and it will happen will be on the hands of the people who run these cities, of the mayors, of the board of supervisors, of the city councils, of the district attorneys. It'll be on their hands. They should then be prosecuted for murder. This is the sickness of the George Soros. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it anti-Semitic? Am I not allowed to mention George Soros's name? Of the George Soros. By the way, that, that, 
That always makes me laugh. George Soros, George Soros anti-Semitic, if you criticize him, the guy's not a real Jew. He practices Judaism. He doesn't practice fucking Judaism. He just happens to come from a Jewish background. He's not really Jewish. I'm half Jewish, and I'm more Jewish than fucking George Soros. What a fucking laugh that is anti-Semitic to attack this non-Jew, the guy who doesn't practice Judaism. When's the last time George Soros practiced Judaism? Anti-Semitic. Give me a fucking break. And all these prosecutors, all of them, all of them are backed by George Soros money directly or indirectly through PACs, through super PACs. Andrew, what are you saying there? And the cops will, yes, well, the cops are going to be put in a very tough situation. The cops arrest the people, right? The cops arrest the people who commit the crimes. And then they see them out on the streets the next day. Yes, so of course the cops are the ones who are going to be on the front lines of all this, as they always are, as they always are. What the cops want is just for the people they arrest to be prosecuted, not back on the streets the next day committing more crimes that they have to arrest them, fucking do their work, do their job, arrest them, and then they see them the next day back out on the streets. And then they quit their jobs. Because who would want that job? And that's what will happen. Once there's some of this vigilantes, more cops will quit. We don't want to deal with this. Why would they want to deal with it? Let the mayor deal with it. Let the DA deal with it. Let the, let the, let the politicians deal with it. Unfortunately, the citizens will have to deal with it. But I wouldn't want to deal with it as a cop. I don't, you don't get paid enough for this shit. You really don't. But mark my words, vigilante justice will begin to happen when you don't get actual real justice, when the government protects the criminal, when it criminalizes the victim. That's what leads to vigilante justice. We've seen it in the past. There's a blueprint for this. We talk about blueprints for winning elections. There's a blueprint for this. We've seen it in the past. We've seen it in New York City in the past. We've seen it in other areas in the past where vigilante justice begins to take hold because people can't rely on the government to do their job and protect them. And so it's going to happen here in San Francisco. It'll happen any day now. It'll start, trust me. When you have a guy who's being attacked by a crowbar, by a homeless nut job, probably schizophrenic, who's not taking their medication, and the guy runs after him and continues to hit them, and they call that self-defense. You know you're living in an upside-down, liberal fucking lunatic clown car world. And that's what this city of San Francisco and most other cities run by Democrats have become. Hey, Evan. Hey, how's it going, Mike? Good. Good to hear from you. Great. Hey, uh, want to talk about that uh, Cash App founder. You know, you had talked about that. Oh, Bill, uh, Bill, uh, Bob Lee? Bob Lee, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, I guess the latest news is uh, the accused is going to get like a new core date, things of that nature. I mean, uh, you know, it's crazy. You, know? you mean the guy who allegedly killed him? Yeah. What do you mean by a new court date? Uh, this is from the San Francisco AP. Uh, what, what was the latest on that? He had, he had appeared in court, right? He had appeared in court, and he was charged with the murder, right? Yeah. Um, I guess he, he was charged with murder, a sentencing enhancement using a knife on the April 4th 
murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's scheduled to come back in court May 2nd. But uh seems like it was a crazy night. Uh, you know, a lot of high-tech, big wigs out there in San Francisco. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Politics, man, is what you talked about a little earlier. Do you well, feel, yeah, but that, that, do you whole feel like, was, yeah. that whole thing was ridiculous because, you know, there was the yeah. assumption because most crimes here are random crimes. Most crimes in general are random crimes. So people assumed it was a random crime, right? And then they find out, all right, well, it wasn't random. He knew the guy. There was some argument over the guy's sister. This guy looked like he might have been, you know, one of these dominating Middle Eastern type guys, very protective of his sister and thought something might have been going on with Lee. Sister even said something like, um, I was in a text, uh, of course, not knowing that her brother had just allegedly killed the guy, said, you know, you handled it very well. My brother was very hard on you. So it was some kind of a thing, right? The guy was in a, a passionate thing where he was think, thought he was protecting his sister, whatever it may have been. So it's some entanglement there between him and his sister and Lee. And evidently, Lee didn't feel threatened enough to not go in the car with the guy, right? So the guy allegedly took a knife from his sister's apartment, brought it into the car with him. I guess Lee didn't know that. Probably Lee went to the bathroom or something. The guy grabbed the knife, put it in. Sister probably didn't see it. And he went out with uh, Lee into the car, I guess, saying, I'll give you a ride home. And he stabbed them, killed them. All right. So, but the most bizarre and disgusting thing about the whole thing, Evan, was how the city leaders, including the mayor and Brooke Jenkins, the same people who were saying this was self-defense with the crowbar, were like dancing, doing a, a dance, were like celebrating the fact that Lee was killed by someone he knew and not a random person. Right. And it's so fucking insane. There was another yeah. murder in San Francisco. What does it matter if the guy knew it or not? The fact of the matter is, we're living in a city, Evan, where the criminals know that they have a pretty good shot to get off here, right? And once again, mm. proven again by this, va- this this homeless guy who bashed a fire commissioner on the head and they're calling it self-defense. That proves criminals know you can do the most heinous that you can attempt to kill somebody, you can kill somebody, so and you can get away with it here. So that is like worked its way into the fabric of life in Democrat-run cities. It's worked its way into the fabric of life, into the subconscious of people here in San Francisco, which leads to criminals and murderers believing, why not take a shot here? You have a better shot of getting off here than in Texas or in Florida or 95% of the country, right? So it's just, whether it's a random homeless guy bashing someone on the head or a techie stabbing someone who they know, there's just a feeling, even if it's a subconscious one, that you have a pretty good shot of getting away with this stuff here. And yet they dance on Lee's grave as though it's a big, it's a big uh, celebration for them. It's a big victory that the, he knew was a killer. It's, it's a very, very sick place right now, Evan. I don't know. I hope I describe it well enough. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of different things that goes on to uh, what politics are, you know, blue and red states, uh, you know, like things of that nature. Uh, you know, the shit that you can do in California might get your ass fried out here in Texas. You know, I I live out here in Texas, so, you know, it's, you know, it's just a different atmosphere out here. And I don't know, you have a lot of transients that come from all over, but, uh, you know, 
it's different out here, man. And, and what and, uh, city do you live in? What city? Uh, Dallas. Oh, you're in Dallas. Okay. Yeah. You're not far from Brady, but uh, so you live in Dallas, and Dallas is still basically known as a Democrat city, right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. I mean, it wins. Democrats win there. Local office Democrats, when they run for president, usually like Biden won Dallas. You know, so Dallas usually goes, but it's not as crazy <laughs> liberal as a place like San Francisco, right? Oh, yeah. It's 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 a different kind of Democrat, right? Yeah. It's it's totally different. I mean, they would not accept the kind of life people here seem to accept on a daily basis and keep the same <laughs> people in office, right? Or elect the same people. It's vastly different. And That's right. vastly different. Yeah. And because you live in a state like Texas, uh, you kind of have more of a right to defend yourself there, right? Uh, you would think. <laughs> yeah, well, from what I understand. Depends. Yeah. A <laughs> from lot what of, I understand. Yeah. You get to defend yourself there without the worrying about, you know, being the one who's prosecuted like you do here if you defend yourself, you know? Yeah. Like pepper spray, this guy. Mm. So this, this commissioner supposedly had used pepper spray on this vagrant. Okay. So what? What's pepper spray? It's not going to kill anybody. But a crowbar to the head a few times is going to kill. So when they talk about self-defense, the liberals always love to bring this stuff up, right? They say, okay, you can defend yourself, but it's got to be equal, right, to what's happening to you. So if someone comes at you with a punch, you can't shoot them in the, in the forehead. Okay. So how do they justify this? That this guy, this homeless guy, is defending himself with a crowbar, knocking a guy on the head several I times, cracking his skull? Because he got that. pepper sprayed? How is that equal? I see that. That's on CBS News and and the New York Post. Yeah. How is that yeah. how is that equal? It doesn't yeah. make any it doesn't it, even by the liberal examples of equal force, that makes absolutely no sense. That's not equal force whatsoever. Wow. wow. <laughs> I live in I live in such an insane place, man. I really do. I I live in an insane place. And it's 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 sick out there and it's getting sicker. And this is why, as Carol Markowitz wrote in the post, people are leaving California and New York in droves for your state and for mm. Ron DeSantis' state. Your state gained an electoral vote, as did Ron DeSantis' state. Gavin Newsom's state and New York both lost one because people are leaving. Mm. People are leaving. Are you are you are you from there? Uh, or did you move there? I was actually born in Brooklyn. Me too. We're yeah. both in Brooklyn. Yeah. You don't sound but, uh, like it. You don't sound pretty, very Brooklyn. Uh, we pretty much <laughs> kind of grew up in Texas. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, just uh, probably from about the age of like five, I think. Uh huh. So you just were about. born in Brooklyn, but you moved to yeah. Texas at a young age. Yeah, I was a, yeah at a young age. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So love you, it, man. It seems like everyone's from Brooklyn. Really? <laughs> Upstate New York. Some of my people uh, stay in Rochester. Uh, got a okay. lot of cousins up there. So it's like upstate New York. But uh, Yeah, Rochester is nice. You know, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's 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 insane, man. Upstate New You're York right. is a lot nicer than downstate. It's very different. It's a different, very different, yeah, right? Absolutely. Very different yeah. people, very different political climate than, yeah. uh, than the city. I love it. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, Mike, uh, you know, just – like some of my aunts and stuff like that, like they still keep in touch, like old school writing each other, you know what I mean? Sending letters and stuff like that, you know? My aunt's getting ready to be 78. Um, that's awesome. 
You don't see a lot of that. It's just the old school nuance of, uh, we got to send an email. Fucking email. Let me send a goddamn, let me send you a letter. That shit means so much more. You know. a le- wait a minute. Do you mean like writing a letter and yeah. putting an envelope just, and putting that's a stamp what they do, on it? You know? Putting yeah. email? That's, that's old school. school. Very yeah. old school. Yeah. I was born 91. So. Oh, you're young. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, like, my aunt was born in 46. Mm-hmm. Still sends that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just keeps in my, contact. My aunt was born in 46. We, both, yeah. <laughs> we have answered the exact same people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different. People. It's a different generation, you know, different yeah. generation. And it's like people don't realize. I think a lot of young people don't realize that your parents, grandparents, they don't want a text from you for their birthday, right? They want it's a like, goddamn call. Yeah, mm-hmm. they want a goddamn call. <laughs> if you can't visit, if you can't visit, you know, you might live far away. You can't afford it. But they want yeah. a call or, or a card or something in the mail, right? Yeah. They don't want a text. I'm 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 a little guilty of that. I have to admit, I'm a little guilty of that. This is what I know. This is like there are certain people in my family, like my mother, who I I know are offended if I do that. I can't. I have to call them, right? And then there are other people I know who you know don't mind as much. I should still call them. I really should. But sometimes I'll send a text knowing that they are not. They're okay with it. They're not like offended like my mother would be. But it's a really it's a good idea to send a letter. Or a, or a card, or or actually make a, a phone call rather than sending a text with like a, a face, a smiling face emoji, right? <laughs> Mike, so you probably grew up Italian, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Well, cool. I, I, yeah. people might be confused because my last name is Cacciopoli, which is very Italian, but I said I'm half Jewish, and I am, because oh, wow. my mother's side of the family is Polish, Russian, Jewish, and my father's Italian Roman Catholic. Very cool. Yeah. So I it, look. You, you know the New York Jewish combo is very New York. It's very common. Mm. It's incredible. Uh, there are two. There are two mixes that are very common in New York: Jewish Italian and Italian Irish. It's very very common mixes. You know. So you know. It's like I feel like I can. I can always. You know. Uh, I I can associate with both sides: the Italian side and the and the Jewish side. You know. Yeah, awesome. But I have to admit, the Italian side has better food. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Shit, man. I love it's a good, true. you know, good meal, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Evan, thank you for calling. I appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Right. Thanks for yes. having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. What's up, Reza? Reza, you there? Yeah, I'm always there. Can you hear me? <laughs> Reza from Iran, right? From Iran. Yeah, the same one. Exactly. How's it going? You see, we're all over the map. We we were just in Texas, and now we're in Iran. <laughs> <laughs> the world is smaller than it seems to be. <laughs> How's it going out there? Um, It's been crazy. These days we are like revolting using just insane strategies. And I'm like, what the shit is going on? Like you suddenly in the middle of the night, you hear gunshots, like people are screaming. Actually, the regime is backing off. Like as far as I've seen in my eyes, but no report on the news, at least ah, not the news I've been listening to. 
But I've seen that mice that are not reported anywhere. Hmm. What do you think about that? Wow. <laughs> like, but yeah, just a few hours ago, I, I heard crazy gunshots just, just adjacent to my house. Maybe a few like... Yeah, just... Now, is that, is, that, is that gunshots from the military? Or is it... Uh... No, I, I, um, I mean, I, it's obvi- it was obvious to me uh, it was between the police and citizen, yeah. Of course, the police opens, opens fire for no reason and you have to defend yourself. But people, by now, like maybe half the, half of Iran are, is armed, I guess. Yeah, half Iranians are so somehow. How is, yeah. how is regular crime there? Is it, is it high? Like robbery and, th- and See, theft? Real... <laughs> you said something amazing just now. We have a song by this rapper, I guess. Yeah, Erfan. That's her, his name, sorry. Let's say her. Erfan uh, means mysticism. I actually like that name. Even though it's kind of Arabic anyway. He has a song that, uh, about this whole revolution and everything going on in here right now. And in the song, he says, all the crimes are no crime, but those things that are no, no crime are crime. Yeah, right. translates to that. It's just like that. So things that you might consider a crime are just, you're just absolutely free to, like, like any psychopath in the U.S. would love to live in here. Like if you want to test someone, but it, uh, that depends on whether or not they actually know what I'm talking about. If they right. know, they would just just would do anything to just come and live in here. They can do pretty much anything they want to. Yeah. They can kill people. They can do whatever. Yeah. Things that I wouldn't want to talk about <laughs> and get, you, get away with it. Uh, right do, you, uh, do, you, do you have weapons? Do you carry weapons? Not now. I mean, uh, not now. But I, uh, I, did, I do have CO2 pistols, but I don't carry, like, Hot fire, we call it CO2 CO pistols. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, like, haven't you seen them? They're powered with, um, they're more powerful than just regular uh, air pistols or air, air guns, whatever you want. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they're uh, powered by CO2 capsules. They're like, they got like 10 grams of, I guess, 10 or two, yeah, something like that. Oh, interesting. Huh. Grams of liquid CO2 inside of them. You put it inside the, the clip and, yeah. It, it's and so it's really it, dangerous. It, and it's silent. Oh, is it? That's the good thing. Huh. The good thing is, actually, this is the same price. And like it, I, sometimes even uh, you have to pay more. Like, sometimes even more pricey than real, real pistols. I mean, and is it, they're, uh, they're legal? They're legal to have? The ones I would not now. I mean, these days, even carrying a kitchen knife would be illegal to these. Oh, really? Uh, I told us, yeah. <laughs> but in the past, before this revolution kicked off, I started in, so, yeah, most of them, some, maybe half of them were, uh, but those that don't look like real guns. The ones right. I have definitely, like you, you look at the, the thing, you think it's more real than real pistols. It's made out of pure metal and yeah, still and everything. It's just even heavy, heavier. And wow! All right, so the precision, like, is a lot better, and it does. It makes no sound, and the clip you can put it like I don't know, eighteen pellets inside it. 
I, I got these, uh, they're made in Turkey. I highly recommend them actually for self-defense these days. Eco 66, yes, yeah, that's the name. And uh, the caliber is like 4.5. And like the pellets are made out of steel, and the, um, covered, coated in uh, copper. It's copper, but yeah. I doubt. Really good. I doubt it would be li- uh, legal here. I doubt I'd be able to carry one here. Nothing's 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 legal here in California. I I I carry mace. That's all I carry with me. And 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 I think if I use mace in a way, they'll probably arrest me here. You can't. can't I don't really know much about your your state. I mean, the laws there, but uh, how can? All right, so yeah, can you can you explain more? Because Can I, I do what? I've had no friends from California. I've, I've had no friends from California. Oh, oh, I had. I didn't ask them about guns. I guess. Yeah. No, here you have to. So, you have uh, to. You have to run. You have to run away here. You have to run away. That's what you have to do. The police. Everybody. Anyone. <laughs> Everybody. You have to just <laughs> run away. That's it. You have to run away. Like, no. <laughs> Go lock yourself into it's your never apartment. Been legal That's or it. God illegal. What's that? Just when did it get illegal? My point. When? My question is like, when did it happen? Yeah, it's never been legal, legal here. Or... Oh, it's impossible! Yeah, was... It's impossible! It's impossible to to get a firearm here That's and carry crazy. it with you. You can't. You're allowed to. If you get a permit, you can like keep one in your house or your apartment, but you can't bring it out on the streets with you. You can't carry. You can't carry here. Sounds Iranish. I mean, Iranish, whatever. <laughs> it mean, does. It sounds cool. very authoritarian. Yeah, sure, of course. So the government can have weapons. The police can have weapons. The criminals can have weapons. But the, oh, the citizens—that's right. The law-abiding citizens uh, can't have it, one. Right. Is Arnold is still like in your yeah government system or not? No, long long time gone. <laughs> Long time. He oh, was yeah. he was terminated. Right. He was terminated. <laughs> no, he was he doing was, good, right? Yeah, he was so fun. He he actually wasn't terminated. He was he had served his two terms and that was it. You can only serve eight years here. So he did his two terms and he left. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. He, he did, you know, then Arnold Arnold went back into acting. He did the new Terminator movie and all yeah, that. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the guy. I want to make him immortal so he can make, yeah, he can make more movies and stuff like that. Actually, yeah. Stalin as well. I mean. Yeah, they they love American action stars there, don't they? In your country. They definitely, like, I think they had, they've got more, more fans in here than in, in the US, to be honest with you. Like, oh, really? We don't have yeah. access to IMDb ratings i mean we don't have access to IMDb anyway if we had um sure all the unknown films would be like 10 out of 10 by now like <laughs> there are a lot of people 100 million is nothing like oh god uh, the IMDb ratings would be just the exact opposite of what they are now i guess interesting like terminator would be number one perhaps not godfather or scarface maybe would be a lot higher than Godfather. oh you know i just got a uh in the mail yesterday, I got a Scarface movie poster. Yeah, oh my I went on goodness. Amazon. And I, I bought a. I, yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. Like, seriously. 
Envious, jealous. What's the proper term here? Uh, jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so like, uh, so Al Pacino is very big there, and uh, Scarface. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. Half, half majority of Iranians are putting Al Pacino photos on, like perhaps black and white these days. Yeah. I don't know wow. why they do this, but we just like him a lot. I, I mean, he can be. Well, I love Al Pacino too. He can it's great. The king. Yeah, the king. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like really, everyone would just want yes, 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 yes. Just like that. <laughs> That's great. Arnold as I love well. Like, Scarface. Yeah. How many of your actors are just gods to us? Let me count. Oh, I cannot count. Like, but yeah, Sylvester for the Rambo series and Rocky. Oh, and they like Sylvester Stallone. They like Stallone. <laughs> how about Al Pacino? Uh, yeah. How about, how about like Tom Cruise? They like Tom Cruise. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, Al Pacino would would definitely win. I mean, <laughs> and even actresses like um, which ones? Mm, let me think. What actresses uh, do they like? So she, like, uh, like even some some of the porn stars, like half porn star, half actresses. Would, <laughs> Did you say right? half porn star, half actress? I, I was. I, I don't know. For some reason, I just uh, had this image of Sasha Gray now. Like she's a half, like half porn star, right? Who's that? Sasha Gray inside Eminem music videos, like appeared. Sasha Gray. Like, Should I know her? <laughs> I don't think I the know. The guys in the, in the chat know about her. Maybe they can. Oh, do they? Because I'm kind of lost. Like, was she the one? Or... Yeah. Yeah, it's Sasha Gray. Yeah. I think it, I'm, I'm being correct now. Yeah. Sasha Gray. Apart from that, like, definitely. The, yeah, Lucy. I mean, the actress in Lucy. What was her name? Oh, oh. Well, I was going to. Nicole Kidman. She would definitely become. become. Nicole Kidman. Hmm? Is that what you mean? Nicole Kidman? Nicole? Yeah, yes. definitely. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, Scarlett Johnson, and Sasha Gray. These, the trio. I mean, what, what, Megan, Megan Fox as well. Yeah. Well, how did I, look, I'm looking up Sasha three. Gray. How did it's I miss four. her? Sasha Gray is an American actress, model, writer, musician, DJ, and former pornographic because film Eminem actress. A lot of <laughs> wow. She became more famous that. after the, doing the, like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What was the music video's name? Like, it's, it's oh, she won awards for being a porn actress. She was like a yeah, top did, porn yeah. actress. <laughs> and now like, we make a lot of fun, like with jokes and shit. Like, uh, yeah, with well, so she's actually... made it big from being porn. She went, yeah, in the Iran, she's rare. So many fans. Like, huh. <laughs> there are people who may not understand like uh, porn category names even. But you yeah. say such a greater like what the sh yeah they will just turn and look at you. That's how famous she is here. I mean, maybe you should listen to this podcast and just travel to Iran the other day. I mean, other day tomorrow. Well, you can follow her on Twitter at Sasha Gray. You can follow. I'm her following on her. <laughs> yeah, follow her on Twitter. Go ahead. Maybe she puts up some what? clips. Oh, you are fo you just follow her. No, I'm not. I was like, her. should I follow her? I could follow her. No, no, no. What, was, what was this? You said yeah, I, I have followed her. And, she, and she's she's big there in Iran, because Sasha I, Gray? 
They must watch. They must watch. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, I don't use Twitter. I don't use Twitter these days. You don't use Twitter. Oh, the calendar. And I was like, what? Yeah, maybe I did in the past, like a long time ago. And can you can you get? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Can you get? Do you have access? I thought you you were in someone. Do you have access to pornography there on the internet? Actually, it's a lot easier to download porn than to go to BBC board. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Perfect. Perfect. Disney. Just keep keep of them course, watching porn. Yeah, it's fucking no, true. No, no news. Exactly. <laughs> like, you have no idea. Was, actually, they are, they are paying prostitutes. Like, I'm being honest now. I've seen it in my own eyes. They just, like in the past, they would do other things. Yeah, maybe get... Get, get this, yeah, I was talking to some prostitutes, like literally talking to them myself in the past few days. <laughs> For some reason, I was going to ask to, to run into the pharmacies to get my drugs and sh- like it's really hard these days. But like with 10, 20 prescriptions from 20 different doctors, you can't get vitamin C even in some areas. They just don't give it to you. Yeah, it's in the black market, and they Jeez. overcharge you. It's just fucking crazy, and yeah, I, I I'm on methylphenidate and some other, yeah, other like chrono like chronopin, and I have to take them in heart pills as well. Like my heart needs got damaged. Oh, that's a long story. Anyways, uh, that's why I had to just go outside for 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 a couple of days, and each time I did, I ran into some prostitutes for no reason, uh-huh. I guess, or for some reason. And we ended up talking, and they, yeah, I just got told that uh, their but their business has become a lot facilitated, yeah, been facilitated by the government these days. They don't have to pay the police anymore because in the past uh, I could see it. They would have to do some, yeah, give them some ser- sexual services or give a share of the money they're receiving on the streets. Nowadays they are actually doing the opposite. Like paying them to go out to go out more, so men get busy instead of getting. Wait a minute! The government uh, is paying the prostitutes. That's just what kind of tactics. So the government's paying the prostitutes. Crazy things these these. This is nothing compared to something else. What I was saying, they have they're acting. Some some of these agents are acting like agents from the UK embassy. Calling wow. random citizens, saying you have won this amount, like of USD, whatever, some donor from the UK. Oh yeah, this literally happened to a girl named Mass. Actually, Brady here has talked to her uh, oh, in one of my shows. Look at that. <laughs> uh, she's amazing. an ex of mine. So yeah, the prostitutes, so, the prostitutes you talked to, are they oh, good looking? Talking about that occasion or this? Or which one? Did you talk, or, are they are they good looking? The prostitutes there? Are they are they hot? Yeah, really oh, good looking. <laughs> Really, I, mean, <laughs> I have never severed one, but uh, I'm not saying I didn't. But I, I'm just let me say I don't know. I just cannot have sex with that romance and shit like that. I, I, I even if I tried, I couldn't do it, and I wouldn't want to do it. And it's just disgusting to me to just pay for something like that. Wait a minute, really. Evan. Which is Evan's? Evan wrote this isn't 2013. It's 2023. Sasha Gray is old as fuck. Yeah, I the know. newfound party <laughs> yeah. continues. No, she's not old. I mean, what's the newfound party? 
Evan, Evan, you said, <laughs> wait, Evan said he was born in 91. Sasha Gray is only three years older than you, Evan. She was born in 88. She's not that old as fuck. Was she 34? Mm. Not that old. That's yeah. not bad. That's not that bad. Is that 34 is not that old? That's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> that's MILF, nothing. right? MILF age. Yeah. <laughs> so you call, you call that old. Like, I'm like, what the shit? Like, uh. <laughs> and wait a minute. You just have to make a Depends on what you like, he says. Depends on what you like, say so. Oh, yeah, six cells. So it does, but according, I mean, uh, according <laughs> to the internet, according to the internet, she was born in 1988 in California. California girl, though not a typical California girl. She's a stunning five foot six, 110 pound brunette, and her delightfully tiny tits are only 34B. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> this is this is the stuff. You learn. Actually, I got a lot of porn on my hard drive that I don't watch. Even if I watch, I don't do anything. I, I just, sex is the last thing in my mind. I mean, it has been for God knows how long. Uh, yeah. Well, well, porn is like the NFL. Stuff. Porn is, of course, it's, <laughs> look, sex has always sold and it always will and always yeah. should. There's no problem with that. But I think in Iran there, it seems yeah. like they want the men yeah. To just be concentrating just on yeah. on sex, not, that, not politics, you, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, actually, it's, uh, in my own direct experience, it's true. When you just engage in so much, uh, yeah, in sex, like more than you should. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not talking about this whole, uh, what is it called? <laughs> Semen retention thing going on yeah. on YouTube and of stuff course. like that. Yeah. But, it it definitely does like make you weaker than you should be. Like uh, if you just overdo it, yeah, anything can. Like instead of going to the gym, sleeping with prostitutes, like just compared it to, yeah, definitely. So uh, in general, and gyms are closed down. That's crazy. Not, yeah, I, <laughs> I I don't want to pretend you're an expert in this area, but let's just say, <laughs> how much is how much do they usually want? For like an hour. For mm, five hour, all right. Actually, they become cheaper. I mean, because half <laughs> the price is paid by the government already, so they're getting paid to be out out there more. Like, yeah, imagine just here the gov. I'm the government, whatever. I just pay them. All right, here's the money. Go just give your pussy away, whatever. And uh, so, like, what? Would fifty US get me anywhere? Oh, that's it! Look, you can have, fuck half of this, half of match of it. For fifty? Fifty bucks? Hold on. No, that's Hold a lot. That's fifty bucks for crying out Reza, loud. Reza, Reza, I'm I'm booking my I'm booking my flight to Iran right now. I'm booking my flight. Uh, you, you can land in match of the, All right, first from Washington to Istanbul and from Istanbul to Manchester, my city, then the, the rest, yeah, just leave the yeah. rest to me. Can you, can you, can you pick me up at the airport? Can you pick me yeah, up? Yeah, I can. Just, just call <laughs> what me. Nice, what a nice guy you are. Person. What a nice guy. I, you can pick I, me up yeah, at the airport. Yeah. I will give you a place to fuck as well. <laughs> $50? Oh man, yeah, I could be, like I could be, I could be yeah. a king. I could be the king of Iran. I could be a king there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah i mean uh it's funny let me actually see like a good one like the highest price these days would be like um 
if they overcharge you, or yeah. convert the thing to USD, it would be like 10 bucks or something. If it's like the king of all pussies in the what? city, 10 bucks. <laughs> Wait a minute. 10 bucks US? Yes, it would be like princess pussy. Yeah. Oh my God. Like the most beautiful girl you can possibly find <laughs> in Iran what you say? is like 10 bucks now. <laughs> Evan, what do you say? Make you holla? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's that's incredible. Actually, ten bucks. Oh, I said a lot. Wait a sec. Ten bucks. Let me convert it again. What? <laughs> you converting it to Iranian money? I should do this. Wait, wait. Uh, ten. No, multiplied by. Oh, you should. I, oh, it's five. Or less than five. Yeah. Oh, go away. Five is no nice way. Price. I don't believe five. it. Okay, wait a minute. So or one four. US dollar... Four and five. Four, one four, US four, dollar four. right now is worth 42,000 Iranian real, right? In Iranian real, actually that's... Uh, oh, in inside Google? That's what it tells Google me. Lies. One US dollar is 42,000 your, your dollars, basically. More than that. Um, like, that's the thing. It's like almost... Thirty uh, percent more than that it would be like sixty or seventy in paper. Yeah, so it says it says five U.S. dollars. Because you can only find it since everyone wants to run out, right out of your own. Yeah, uh, you can only find it in the black market, and that's the U.S. government website. And Google uses that information to convert that shit to English. Ah, see? I see. I in see. reality, it's like seventy. Uh, wow. Thousand. Uh, for Toman, which is like one zero has one less zero, you have to multiply it by ten becomes real. It would be like seven hundred thousand IRR. So IRR. what's the average? So in other words, I I could use I could use U.S. money in Iran. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they they're just like, all right, you just throw uh, if the U.S. was a stone or something, not a paper, and you could just throw it in the air, it wouldn't reach planters. <laughs> like someone, something would catch it in the air. Yeah, okay. that's actually a proverb. I just converted to English version. So, funny. Uh, how much yeah. is the average like um, rental unit, like apartment there per month? Oh God, I was looking at looking at make you holla. Holla is call contact. It's like a rap thing, I guess. I heard it in. And, oh, all right, never mind. Doctor Dre music about passion. <laughs> All right, what did you say? Can you come again? <laughs> like an apartment, like a, a house. Like if I want oh, to rent. Oh, I said I, I have, I have my uh, my apartment is actually not ready. So yeah, if you were gonna uh, almost ready, so it'll be like eight floors, I guess, and it's all empty right now. Um, and oh, for renting, if you want to rent, like a, all right, a five star hotel, just a normal one. Just a place bike, like actually, you can do it on the streets. Even this, like, they, they don't give a damn anymore about gears not wearing hijab and stuff like that. Didn't you know? Really, gears are just walking without hijab, like half naked these days because they are they have their hands busy, they, they're killing them. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just gone, they're dead. Like, I would directly tell them. I did actually on m multiple occasions, just to their fucking faces. Like you already killed so many that you're already worse than dead. So try to kill me now or somebody else. Actually, 
if they kill just one more, no, one more massa. I'm not saying this should happen. Uh, uh, never, uh, it should never happen. Anyway, but right. if they kill just one more younger, I don't know what will happen. Only God can tell. Yeah, so they can't really afford to do more damage than they already done to enrage. You know, I mean, in anger, whatever. <laughs> Fury. Well, if I, I mean, were you, actually, some of it would just would, would be like, oh God, I'm just waiting for another year to die. Maybe some sick people, but uh, maybe uh, maybe I'm I am one. I don't know. <laughs> but no, really. Uh, this is reality, and well, it's not like don't tell too many. Valuable than a man's life. Yeah, but, don't tell too many American men that they can get a beautiful girl for five bucks <laughs> because you're going to be inundated <laughs> with American men. Two, instead of the two, with the, um, they will double charge. And most, I mean, those. Princess pussy ones. I mean, we call them king of all pussies, like the best ones. Yeah, the king of all so pussies. Is that it's, tra- it's a translation, direct translation. We should just also look at the literature to convert it to English. So, I don't know what I should meditate on this and come up with a better term. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I should like start Mrs. calling Prince, Gavin Newsom. Prince, that. Prince pussy. I, that, like Mrs. That's Prince my new pussy name. That. That's my new name for Gavin Newsom, the king of all pussies. I'm gonna call Gavin Newsom that. Yeah, That's our but that would come, yeah, that would be like, all right, we're con- in control and you have them for like, you have a harem of pussies. That's one thing. <laughs> in this case, we are talking about, we are, yeah, the thing in question we are labeling or naming, in this case, is a woman, is the prostitute, so it should be like princess of all pussies, not the king. They call it well, Shaw Coast. All right. Coast is like- pussy up for. It Thomas looks like Evan did. wants to go to Iran also now. I think Evan wants to join me in Iran. But is uh, like everyone would want like <laughs> I would want is, to myself like, if I Is the me. whole is the is the transsexual issue big there? The trans issue? Things have changed now. Like the, this these this these Ayatollahs Mullahs, whatever the fuck they are, they would do they would suck dick now to just stay alive. Yeah. They have no place out border, no place in border. They're like a stuck on the border. Wow. On Ooh. the eternal sharp edge of the eternal whatever laser sharpened thing it is. Yeah, they just have no place inside, no place outside. Actually, I sent a YouTube video, like, oh God, I can actually send you one to stream and watch. It's like two minutes. What they did to these bastards in New York. And um, our friend Lance, I mean, uh, it's on my show. Uh, actually, yeah, uh, got it streamed and people watched it. And she, yeah, he was and uh, some she's as well. We're like, oh my god, what? We, this is what I should have done instead of installing this app. Like, why didn't you? Yeah. So I, I guess you will love to. But this, this is like something hand recorded. Hand like the guy actually recording this with his cell phone, screaming at your police. Like at first, you will think. Uh, it's, it's, it's a video like recorded in Iran. Then you, mm-hmm. what the fuck? This is New York. Yeah, wow. yeah it's like you ha- like most of the people are Iranians, but there are some Americans inside the video as well. Brady, have you seen it? I sent you the link, right? Oh, is Brady here? Did you put yeah. the link in the chat? Uh, another chat. So I think Brady, maybe did you or oh, you didn't? I guess you, oh. He was inside the chat and then had to leave, I guess. Yeah, oh, then I saw right. 
maybe he has watched the yeah because I released it. it got like oh my god, god right. how many views like more than this app has installs on Google Play. Anyway, all right, should I send you the link? Sure. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, but this thing caused like really changed history, changed the course of history. And you, the White House got effed in the A because of this. Mm-hmm. It showed oh, it showed us like all, proved to us all that your government has been back, yeah, really uh, supporting these reptilians all this time. I mean, whatever we call them, like like lizard eaters or something like. Ah, I don't know, not not lizard. It's something called. Uh, what was it? Susmar? What is Susmar in English? I don't know. It's like a large, ugly lizard that's only found someplace. Yeah, like some rare breed or something, I guess. That's one Ev- of their n- names. These mullahs, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Evan, just put, Evan just put something in the chat also. People want to people look at it. Is, it. is it a link? Yeah. Oh, from Express what? What is it like? Is it like the... Express thing from Harry Potter for for you guys to come here, Hogwarts Express. <laughs> is that what that is, Evan? Yeah, Evan put something. In, I'm not yeah, sure pussy, exactly. Pussy. I mean, it's the plural. That's the plural form for pussy. Pussy, I guess. Mm. Let's see. I'm sorry oh, to forget human language right now. Yeah, you, 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 know, right? you But you know, uh, you know the important words. You have the important words. <laughs> So that's all. I just do really pussy and other things. <laughs> all right, this, <laughs> this is what happens when my show goes into one in the morning Pacific time, four in the morning Eastern time, and I have no idea what the hell. What time is it over there? Where's it? It's like uh, almost hitting the midday, I guess. But I, so I don't know. I don't now. It's become more fucked up. We got three yeah. different times now. Back then we had two different times. Now. It's one hour ahead, also now, and also one hour before, or one hour ago, yeah. So, okay, you don't yeah. know if you're in the future, in the past, or in the now. Can you believe that? I was, I got aware of this just last night. Uh, you're in the future. I'm you're, in the now, now. I yeah, mean, you're... If I look at the flag, I will be in the future. You're Wednesday afternoon. I'm still in the morning, yeah. <laughs> So we got past, future, like, this is like elimination, like they say. Uh, Did did people, did, did, were you able to watch Fox News there? You almost said Fox News. Fox News. Fox Fox News. Come on, get your head out of the gutter. Get your head out of the gutter. All right, all right. They make fun of your news. So, yeah, the parties they make, perhaps. But we use satellite TV, so definitely, yeah. But you can get cable television? You can get American Cable stations? Yeah, we, it's, it's easily, easily we can just get satellite, anything on satellite television, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even satellite, net, but uh, Elon Musk net, people are not like, yeah, it's hard to get the software, the hardware, yeah. And also people don't know how to use it still, mm-hmm. but there are some terminals. We are oh, interesting. That, but okay. Elon Musk himself has to answer some questions directly to me one of these days. Because he promised us 5G net and oh, what are we getting in return? I don't know. <laughs> Elon Musk promised you internet yeah. there? Really? Yeah, I was talking about it, like tweeting about it. and It was like months ago. Huh. Didn't you hear about I, it? I didn't really. Yes. 
like wanted to give us free act free internet like literally all, all of us if it right. had dead this moon doesn't be gone like like any country on the on this earth could just support this idea like and it's easy like i personally could do it if somebody would yeah i told you about that if we have free internet access or just free internet right like absolutely free we would be able to do anything they are scared of the first civilization on earth getting their hands on actual democracy right because if we fuck this regime up this is the most brutal regime in human history Certainly. your government will run away from us like any yeah. government the russian government just run to another planet so they won't no no god would be able to would have the balls to be able to come here and become a dictator again so we'll be as the first yeah it will be the worst the planet's first democracy and others will copy that and do the same thing just a matter of time they will also also get, get fucked i think right. that's why they don't support our revolution anymore or, or they just say they support but they don't all governments are sided with the regime even if they talk against the regime yeah right why do you think that is i mean they've been telling us like the whole planet all the government governments in the, on the planet have been enemies with these mullahs but why now why is it that none of them have none of them has taken any action so far that's a good question i don't know that's a very good question but it's we should talk about it and again in the future but i mean maybe like, yeah this is deep i mean can, yeah uh, by the way how deep would you go inside this whole policy whole i mean politics oh sorry yeah i don't know you know it's it's uh this country's you know relationship with iran is very odd it goes back you know, I remember when I was a kid growing up in the 70s and 80s, we were constantly hearing about issues, you know, with the, with the Shah of Iran and, you know, authoritarianism and everything that was fed to us about Iran, you know. And I know you've you've talked about a lot of it that being true, that the government there is terrible, right? Or very yeah. authoritarian and constantly having their foot on your neck and all that stuff. And the way you have to provide Internet for people there, right? Yeah. Actually, mm, I have something to say about that. It's about, yeah, you, you're telling me you want to end your show. But do, this is like only two minutes. This is another bit. Uh, I, I, I told you I forgot human language. Couldn't find mm -hmm. the ad link. But this is also uh, another one. Yes, just as amazing. Not maybe just as amazing. In another way. Right. This is our stand-up comedian. This video was taken down from all play, like on the internet at least 100 times. Uh, also some other videos. Uh, he got himself on, he does this stand-up in the U.S. in L.A., I guess. It was L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And, all right, you just have, I don't want to spoil it. You can click on it and you all. Yeah, so everyone can check out, can check out the links in the comments. Oh, so you don't do clicks so others can hear the, the voice feedback. If you click on it yourself, others can hear what it says. He talks about oh, this whole situation. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what yeah. you're saying. Um, I can go on mute. That's okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so would you do it or you want to end the show now? Well, you know it's what? Just let's, two minutes. Uh, yeah, let's, let me see. Hold on. Watch this. Let's see here. It's really okay. important. I mean, really. Yeah. This is something that is important to, to you guys and also to us. Everyone should know.
Yeah, well, any, so anyone in this, anyone this in the room can click on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he risked his life and his career actually got destroyed because of this just two minutes of talking. Huh. What he said would get anyone killed, but he's got more fans. Like, they cannot just kill him that easily. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk more about it. I am, I am going to wrap the show up because it's getting kind of late. And, right. uh, and it seems like the later so, the show goes, the mo- the later the show goes, the more we talk about porn. We don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to talk about porn, much, <laughs> you know. But it's, porn it's and politics both begin with P. Yeah, I yeah, but it, it is interesting to know the difference in just the value <laughs> of money in the American dollar. Because oh, I'll tell you, actually... Reza, Reza, you can't get anything for five bucks here. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> it's actually four, I said. If you uh, want, I'll, I'll end on this. Just, just for your knowledge, I'll end on this. If you want uh, an escort here, you know, a prostitute here, it's something. it's like two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. What? What? what yes. What? Come again? I mean, no, no, not dice come. I mean, come again? What's this? <laughs> you see, it's getting late. Two hundred dollars. It's getting late. <laughs> two hundred. Yes. Two minimum. Two or minimum. three. Yes, it's like GTV. That GTV thing is real. Like really, I mean, that's that's from like. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling in, you the in truth. In the state of California, right? It's crazy here. It's crazy. It's it's impossible. Or it's impossible class to live S1 here. one or yeah. class A or class B C. I mean, all right, ranking like from all right, a good one would be like yeah, three hundred. Three hundred. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, cheap ones here, or yeah. Three. She was like one USD or fifty cent actually. Yeah, but you said these you said these women are very good looking. Yeah, well, I mean, some of them yeah. just are in more need. You see, that's the thing. So you could you could get someone uh, for like half a dollar mm. if they are in more need for money. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the thing just you have that's just wow, Reza. <laughs> Reza, I'm I'm, well, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you go. With Thanks that much money, you can you can slip with yes. literally. You can slip with half a thousand women that look even better. I guess a Maybe, thousand. Yeah. What am I? A thousand? Half what a am thousand. I like? A, what is it, like a king? Like, or six hundred? <laughs> yeah, fifty cent. Oh, I'm not talking about fifty cent. I actually like his raps. Uh, so oh, yeah, my I mean, God. 50 cent would, would actually become more of a fifty cent here. Yeah, so. Reza, <laughs> thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. So, yeah, oh, always great. Always great. In. Thank you. Allow me to call in. Yeah, thanks, thanks. a lot. And forgive okay. my, me talking shit. I'm just, just lost my head. Like, <laughs> no problem. I'm running for 10 hours talking shit. And I just lost it. Lost my shit. Whatever. <laughs> no. Stay safe, man. Thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. Oh, boy. Hey, look. This is important stuff <laughs> to some people. You know what? It's important to a lot of people. They just won't admit it. But we can admit it because we're real people here, right? We have nothing to hide. We're real people. And we're probably never going to run for political office again. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Oh, my goodness. But definitely check out the links that Reza puts in here. There's some really interesting stuff about what goes on in Iran. You know, it's really from real information from someone who lives there, not from any government figure. Okay, well, I want to remind everyone that the name of this show is in Let's Be Heard, and it airs weeknights, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. I'm not even going to try to figure out 
what time that is in Iran. But 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and so I'll see you right back here again uh, tomorrow night. But until then, this is Mike Chopley reminding you that your influence counts. Use it.